Ain't nobody got time for that. Welcome y'all to the battery. Hello, darlings. Do you want more of the Duke? Both my albums are for sale here, smooth as silver. I hope you have to press repeat, yo. Hello, and welcome to show 133 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Clap, 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 yay! No, clap for it. It's like, where's the, where's the round of applause? I'm so used to it being there, and it isn't there. It's just not there this week. It's just strange, isn't it? Without, so it's going to be a sound effect lust week. I think that's how you would say it. Not quite. Yeah. Why not? Um, but we have got we have got a filling person uh, who has been on the show uh, a f- a quite a couple of times before. Actually, we've been on live shows and on a on a proper show filling in when one of us is away. Is our regular standing person? It's Gary Simmington. Hello. Hello. There you go. There Good you go. afternoon. Evening. How you doing? Yeah. Well, it could be. Well, to be fair, when people are listening to this, it could be any time of the day, couldn't they? Yeah, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever yeah. you are. Middle of the night. Good night. Yeah, middle mm-hmm. of the night. Because someone could be using it to get themselves off to sleep, which is possible. Possible, isn't it? You know? is, well, very possible with this show. Very possible. Uh, and we've also got Chinny. You've heard him. He's here. Hello. There you go. That's better. The listeners won't know, but a second ago, you disappeared. No, I don't know where I went, but I'm here. Yeah. Hello. And, uh, and I'm the daddy. And I think that's it. Yeah, no dick this week. No, it just, feel, it just feels a bit, I don't know. Em- it feels a bit quiet in here, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, so It feels like I'm not going to get interrupted by stupid sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> well, this week, I want to start off, right, um, with an iTunes review. We have an iTunes review that we... Okay. You know, uh, okay. We've, got one, we've got two, so I will read the other one out at the uh, end of the show, but I'll read this one out at the beginning at the beginning, okay. And they have got a theme between both of them because they both use a particular word in the title. But this is, okay, this is, a, this is the one I'm going to read at the beginning. And it has got some connection to you, Chinny. So that's why I thought I'd do this. Okay, you ready for this? Uh-oh. Okay. So the review's called Getting Annoying. Uh, three stars. Uh, they, oh, dear. And this is from Skytrack74. And they said this. Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Now, you need to stay calm. So, All right. You know, don't get upset or anything. Okay. Okay, here we go. I've been a fan of the show for a while now and always look forward to an informative and funny show. However, however, Chini has started annoying me. Why? Yeah, just lately he has started speaking like a stroke victim with an American accent. <laughs> I'm not trying to make fun of him <sighs> had a stroke, but I can't think of any other way to describe this lazy slurring put-on voice. Chini, you're What's a... On? You're a brummy, be proud, apparently. But you're not a brummy, so we need to do a correction there. You are from Wolverhampton. I'm, I'm a yam-yam. You're a yam-yam. Yeah. Uh, but, now, 
I do now. I do sort of have to agree with him, right? Oh, no, seriously, I do, right? <laughs> uh, because I've I've also because at one point, right, I wondered if you were actually drunk, and I know you don't drink, right? But there was one show where you were sort of slurring your words and stuff, and I thought, is he even drink? Is he on something? You know? And then I wondered, and then I'm, I wondered if it was your hay fever stuff or something there's like. A, there's that. a number of things it could be. <laughs> it could be. Uh, what are you were just tired? <laughs> could be tiredness. That's usually a big one uh, because you got to understand, people. When we record these shows, and to the to the guy that gave us the three stars, thanks for that, by the way. Um, to the to that guy or girl, probably uh, a guy. Uh, yeah, we, we we record this late, so when it's the end of the show, it gets very late, and I'm very tired. And Stu, you know, also has the same. Um, problem as me, but he, I suppose he doesn't slur his words, but Stu can talk forever, he probably talks in his sleep. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm pretty tired when, when we, when we, when the show comes to an end. So, and, and, and also, yes, I, I've been ill quite a few times. I don't have to justify, justify myself, but screw it, I am. Um, I've been ill quite a few times, I suffer from hay fever a lot, so sometimes I don't feel like talking. Yeah, I must admit, I have heard it though, which is kind of funny. When I read it, I was like, I've heard him do that. It, is a, it does sound like he's a bit it's like American slur. Or something. Yeah, it's like you do. I don't know. I can't describe it without hearing it. But you do. It's All sort right. of a bit of a. It's more like a drawl, if you if you will, like a drawled American accent, but speaking very slowly. American accent. What am I doing? Look, I have no idea, man. But I have heard it. So Johnny I can... Johnny Fartpants or Gary, as your real name is. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, okay. Comment, comment. Have you, have you uh, heard I, this as a listener? Heard, no, I've heard the, the Yankee smack talk uh, accent like a, a heroin addict. <laughs> See, there you what? go. What? what? No, I haven't really imagined it. I haven't heard anything. <laughs> you just sound like Chinny every single time I hear. I've never noticed any difference, Mike. No. I don't know. I've noticed it as, as sort of doing the show with you a couple of times, but not very often. I don't understand what it is. It's a Yankee that. thing. Not the Yankee thing so much, but I've heard you definitely sounded like you were drunk when you were. That's probably tiredness or yeah, illness. Yeah, tiredness, my dear. I can understand yeah. that. Yeah. I've heard I a little bit. I do these fucking shows a week. <laughs> you do two a week, so what? All right. To, what the, guy that, to the guy that left the, to the, the, <laughs> the, the review, right? There you go. To, the, to that guy, you try and listen to Stu for two hours. <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> Along with everybody else who listens. Yeah, but you have, to, you have to answer back to him. Like, yeah, you know, I have to. Correct. Yeah, until 4 a.m. order. Oh, well, just a minute, just a minute, just a minute. Sorry, oh, right. you're here. I, didn't, I forgot. Just a minute, just a minute. Let's get this right. So, this guy is criticizing you for sounding like you're drunk uh, an American, right? Uh, and you, you're turning it round on me. Oh, you're turning it round on me. What's all that about? Toxic defense mechanisms. <laughs> I know. Yeah, what's all that I'm about? A messenger. Shoot the messenger. Oh, yeah. God. God, why don't you? Um,. Oh, yeah. Um, by the way, by the way, moving on before Ginny gets upset or anything, right? Um, and I thing, uh, well, well, I can't I even draw it into a slurry American accent. I don't know what I'm doing. I found us a potential venue for our next veteran gamers meetup. Well, I'm leaving now because everyone's complaining about me. Yeah, no, everyone. This one person. Get a grip, man. Everyone, that's everyone. Yeah, whatever. Right, listen, you're listening to this. You're going to love this. You're going to love this. All American. It's called Zombie Shopping Mall. Have you heard about this? No. So, it doesn't sound very important, to be honest. It's, it sounds great, right? So basically... <laughs> so listen, right? It's, there's an abandoned shopping mall in Reading, right? Yeah. And basically, you can, you can spend... It's quite a little bit of money, but you can spend £139, right? 
and you get three hours plus of zombie killing action. And and basically they filled this with actors and whatever dressed as zombies with all the makeup and everything. And basically you've got to survive in the shopping mall. Uh, the airsoft pellet guns and everything, and you can basically reenact uh, Dawn of the Dead. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, well, no, I don't think it's weird. I think it's cool. It's a bit weird, mate. Why? That's a bit weird. Johnny Fourpence. What do you think? Um, well, it's a bit weird, isn't it? I don't put words in your mouth, but. <laughs> Weird, no, it? no. I'm a huge horror fan. I think I would probably enjoy that, but I'd I'd really want to see some glue beforehand. It's kind of I don't even know what that I want to know what that meant, but it's kind of like larping in a way. What's that? Larping is when people dress up. Yeah, in it is swords a and shields. It and is a act out. Twelve hit points. Oh, I've got ten shield damage. Yeah, that's not a real <laughs> thing, is it? But it's yes, not that's real. a real thing. <laughs> They get right. guns, oh, yeah. soft pellets to shoot them. See, that's what it's like to me. It's, it's a bit, it's a bit like uh, a lot. Yeah, I see your point. Yeah, but um, so we still, don't have to dress up, do we? We just no, run away and shoot up. zombies in the face. Well, basically, it says uh, you'll be briefed and armed by this police special zombie bashing unit. Uh, they'll fill you in on the full unfolding. Who does a security job in the week? Undead apocalypse that is going down in Reading Town, an apocalypse that, for once, you didn't cause, but we'll have to try and fix. Then you'll hit the spooky, deserted shopping mall, but you won't be shopping for that lovely little Pashmini you saw in Little Woods. Instead, you and your team will be depleting the zombie population with full Bronson style, um, using state-of-the-art effects, uh, large blood-inducing props, and you'll tackle it. Because you're shooting real people, and I'm presuming they're all failed yeah, yeah, respect. that's the thing that annoy me. I'll just be like, "What do you do with your life? That like, you're letting me shoot you? Just like, <laughs> just go out and like try and be the next, I don't know, Tom Cruise." <laughs> Come on, we could probably achieve this thing for free what? if we went into a, a nightclub in Reading, dressed slightly different, maybe a bit gothic, hey. and insulted some chavs, <laughs> and then ran away, chips at them as we go. Let's start a real apocalypse. And, like, start a virus so and infect hold, hold that thought, because later in the show, we're going to talk about if there was a real zombie apocalypse tomorrow, how would we survive what we do? So think about that, and we'll talk about that later on in the middle of the show. But just getting back to this, getting back to this, right? I was talking about it at home with my wife, my wife, and Millie. And do you know what Millie said? She hasn't got a wife. Yeah, sure. You know what Millie said? You know what Millie said? She went, they won't really kill you, will you? Will you die if you go? And I was like, yeah. I'm like, no, and she's like, you should have gone, you should have gone, yeah, I'll, I could you know, die, very, I, dangerous, Millie. I um, could your daddy's going to be a very brave man, I might not come home, <laughs> score for life, yeah, so, it's so funny, aren't they, oh my god, but yeah, she did make me laugh, bless her, um, so Chinny, anyway, you how are you, you don't die, yeah. yeah, you don't die, no, you don't, no, no, mate, no, well, I'm not going, you don't, you've got to pay extra oh, no. for that service, Although, right, this is this is hostile, mate. That's hostile. Listen, listen, there are there are yeah. four reviews, right? And one of them said, Are "You ready for this? Uh, I did this experience last night, and I'm still buzzing. Not to mention, ever so slightly bruised. Be warned, people. This isn't a cushy day at the spa. You'll be running, running, and shooting, and jumping, and shooting some more, and trying not to fall on your face, or in my case, run into a wall." It's worth every bruise and scrape and every single penny spent. Thank you to the guys last night who not only gave us a great experience, but they jumped to our car when the battery had died as well. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell for zombies. 
<laughs> there you go. There, I've just got this image of two people dressed as zombies with some jump leads going, don't worry about it, I'll help you with your fag hanging out of them out. Yeah, I don't want to have to make small talk with zombies while I'm having a coffee. Do. I don't think you do. Um, but the other thing, you honest, I don't think you're going to have an intellectual conversation with zombies either. <laughs> just go, yeah, true, yeah. Uh, somewhere in the middle. But there's another thing that they do in, in America called Run for Your Life. Have you heard of this? This sounds great as well. Run for Your Life? Uh, so basically, Run for Your Life is like a fun run with all the fun taken out and zombies chasing you. So so, so, to, so they have this sort of five-kilometre run, and along the route, there's strategically placed shuffling zombies waiting to try and grab you as you run past and stuff. And they have some chasing you down as well. See? Hmm. It's cool, doesn't it? And they, no. they have at the end of Survivor's Camp and the, uh, your dead camp as well. So if you, you know. It all sounds like LARPing to me. <laughs> it's good, though. It sounds a little bit lame. Look, you are a nerd. Come on. Get, yes, get... I am. Yes, I, I am. It's problems. But I also have, you know, uh, limits, I think <laughs> I would say. <laughs> limits. Is that, is that like your maximum, is it? You know, oh, can't be doing any of that LARPing stuff. But he's not. I don't think it's as bad. I get where you. I get where you're coming from. You, you know. don't think it's as bad because it appeals to you. Yeah, but he's not. As, I get where you're coming from. No. If you dr- if you dressed up in armor and chainmail, no, because you have to for and that plastic for that role, right? Just so happens for this role, Stu, you don't have to dress up, but other people do, and they probably have to get paid and then cry themselves to sleep as they didn't become an actor they wanted. See, to. I I just see this more like you know one of those murder mystery evenings out or whatever. It's more like that, but we zombies and you get to shoot stuff. Come on. And equally or, as weird, I think murder mystery things are weird. Like, well, so do I. I would never do one of those. Yeah, but. I agree with that. Yeah. But what do they do when they catch you? Is it just like Tig? So they're chasing you, well, touch you, it's or do they give you a bit of a slap? I think they, they sort of, you know, will grab you and manhandle you a bit by the sounds of it. What am I being manhandled? Yeah, might yeah, be yeah. A bit of manhandling. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're talking, Stu. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would be better if they actually killed you yeah they took a chunk of flesh out of my neck i'll be up for that nobody gets dead apparently see um but you might you might get with a big crowd of them maybe you get you know separated and what have you but it does sound kind of look i'm sorry i think it's kind of cool yeah well um yeah you're on your own would you go chinny would you pay 140 quid for that 140 quid yeah 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 Fucking crazy! <laughs> why? No why? chance. Why? You just question why I wouldn't do it. Yeah, why? Why wouldn't you do it? One hundred forty quid. Oh well. Anyway, let's let's shall we talk a bit about what games we've been playing? I guess and all that kind of stuff this week. You know, I want to I want to be zombies. Anyway, um, yeah, Chinny, you know that big Steam sale's been on. I'm sure you bought tons of stuff off the Steam mate, sale and all mate, that. I have wiped Steam clean. What? Yeah. What do you Sorry. mean? What do you mean? What? I've bought, bought everything. Like, I've, I've bought zero. Um, <laughs> you know, who cares? <laughs> who cares? Uh, okay, let's, let's... What have you been playing then? I'm guessing it isn't on a PC, but what have you been up to? I've done well this week. Have you? Yeah. Uh, I've finished Mass Effect 3. Really? That's... Uh, with and without the DLC. So, question without... Well, I guess it doesn't matter about spoilers, but no spoilers, but which did you prefer? Um, I preferred to answer your question directly. Yeah. Uh, I preferred the extended version. Okay. Now, if you want to re-ask me the question, 
Okay. Uh, which <laughs> trying to think. Which did you? Which did you think was the best ending? Now, if you should ask me, what did you think of the original? Oh, okay. Now, okay. So, what did you think of the original mm, ending? Because mm, there was mm, a lot of mm. controversy around that, wasn't there? Good so, question, Stu. Good yeah, question. That's a good question. It, um, prompt me. I, I personally had no problem with it. No. Well, I didn't. I had not an issue. With no it. problem. If if uh, that would be if that had been the ending, um, I would have put my controller down and gone. Cool. Like there were some questions in there that you have to kind of, you know, figure out yourself. Um, but I, I was fine with it. I was like, this is fine. But maybe my expectancy was very low. So, you know, you get you got to weigh that into the account. Um, however, when I played the extended DLC, I thought, yeah, that's that's better. Like it's more. It feels it feels more of closure. It feels like you you see what happens to more people um and it's just just a little bit more for your book really it's just uh, you've invested so much time it just tells you a little bit more and without you know going into too much detail so i think it was a better ending but i, d- I didn't really have much problem with the original ending no i agree with you um i slurring my words yet not really no, you sound you're sounding okay so far. Oh, you're gonna be really self conscious now, aren't you? You're gonna oh, I'm slurring my words. Um no, I sort of agree with what you're saying. Um but I personally like stories that have unanswered questions. I like to make up in my mind what might or might not have happened. Yeah. I don't need I need I don't want every blank filled in. Sometimes I like it to be a bit vague and a bit mysterious yeah. and a bit like I wonder why that happened, or I wonder why they're there now, or whatever. And, you know, I've, I have no issues with that. I mean, it's, it's interesting that a lot of filmmakers, especially in America, have this feel this need to spell everything out in yeah. as clear a way as possible and not leave anything ambiguous at all. I don't know what it is, but it's uh, people certainly don't like it when, when not every question is answered. Yeah, I've um, People certainly get offended by it and feel like they... They need everything. I kind of respect their decision, you know, like a, like a filmmaker's decision not to tell you everything, like the the ending of yeah. Inception or something like that, uh, and and Fight Club, and it, it's not completely clear what's going on. But in in some ways, this comes back to the argument: are video games art? Because art is. Yes. to interpretation by the person experiencing it, be it a game or a book or a film, and ultimately that's how this is such a done, done yeah. discussion. Like it's yeah. you know some games are, some games aren't, like films. So yeah. and I, the, I, I've the, got no, I've got no problem. The, the game itself, Mass Effect Three, the, the game itself, I think is fantastic. I yeah. think it's so good, like just. Amazing! It oh man, I just I just got so wrapped up in it. Yeah. Every hour I could spend on it, I spent on it. I, I just loved it so much. I thought it was a brilliant game, uh, and the ending just did not spoil it for me. I could have never played that extended DLC. I played it for curiosity, but if it had never never existed, I, I wouldn't. You wouldn't have been bothered. I no. mean, it's interesting because uh, Verbal Rob, uh, one of you guys on the forums, has put a, a post up today called Meh Effect. Okay. And he said this, he, he said, I noticed that Mayler Cakes has previously written a similar post to this for Mass Effect 2. Well, I thought I would post this anyway, since the forums seem to have gone a bit quiet recently. I've been slowly working my way backwards through the podcast, currently listening to episode 22. 
and have noticed a particular reverence for the Mass Effect series from all three of the guys, an unusual occurrence on itself, which is true, because we, we very yeah, rarely it's agree. very rare that we all yeah. agree. Uh, on top of all of the praise that the game has been receiving from most game journalists, in light of all of this, I have a confession. I just don't get it. I own and have completed both available games for the PS3, which is 3 and 2, and I don't know if, uh, if my, playing, uh, my not playing the first game is part of the problem and found them enjoyable enough, I suppose, but I can't see why they are so beloved by seemingly everyone. Rather than RPGs, I found the games to be extremely linear third-person shooters with occasional quite binary choices thrown in that reminded me of the choose-your-own-adventure books that you were so recently mentioned in the shout box. Uh, to be honest, I wasn't that particularly amazed by the story. If anyone can explain the love that these games seem to have gained from most players, apparently everyone but me and my cakes, I would be more than happy to hear them out as I really feel like I'm missing out on something here. So come on, Chinny, answer the man. So why should he be loving the games? He's, well, he's not wrong in, in saying it's, it is quite a linear game. In some respect. See, the first, the first one was linear, but was more RPG-ish I think, I think in its they're all, I think they're all linear in that. Yeah. Because you can't really go anywhere you want. You know, there's only selected planets that you yeah. can land on. But to be fair, Dragon Age is like that as well. Well, I haven't played that, so... But it, it, it is exactly the same. And that's Very. Orcs and Elves and Wizards shit. So it's <laughs> it's that, Orcs and right? Elves and Wizards and shit. Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe he's just not into space. You know, I'm not into Orcs and Elves and Wizards and shit. So it's very hard for me to play a Dragon Age. Uh, it has to be up there. It has to be Skyrim for me to like it. And I, it, it was hard for me to like Skyrim at the start. Well, it took you about ten hours, didn't it? Eight. It took me eight hours yeah, to eight. like it. I thought it was about ten. It's near. Um, yeah, eight is near ten. Well, yeah. uh, Unless it's miles and you're running and you're tired. But I think maybe it's not. he's not into space. Like It could I be that. I, I don't think maybe he did that because I, I wasn't into space. I hated space. But I love probably fucking space. <laughs> <laughs> space pissed me off. It's so dark in free of vacuum. But then space. Mass Effect Two blew my mind. I absolutely loved it. So what, you, what was it about two that you liked then, Gary? Well, I just kept hearing good things about it and thought I'll give it a go. And I was almost hooked straight away. The story grabbed me real real hard. And the it it was the I was pretty new to RPGs, so it's kind of like an introduction to that world. And I went back and then played one after finishing two to get even more backgrounds. And the third would just tie them up perfectly. But I think it's kind of like Star Wars for the gaming generation. It's our sort of interactive Star Wars. I don't know what it we'll is about. Get. Yeah, I, I think it must be the characters, or I mean, you know, two is obviously the one where the gameplay. Um, got a lot better. Uh, but there's a reason, I think, Mass Effect, because Mass Effect 1, the gameplay was not that great. Uh, it's pretty shitty, I think, because I played yeah. it recently. But yeah, but, it still but, grabbed me. It was still a great story. That, the characters must be the story. That is true, but Mass Effect 1 was probably more of an RPG than 2 or 3, because what they did in 1 was you had to level up your accuracy and you had to level your up weapons your, your well. weapons. And... Until you did all that stuff, it was like shooting a pea shooter. Yeah, and and they were really inaccurate, and you'd miss stuff it because was like a dice roll, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was doing though. It was still doing that dice roll in the background, even though it wasn't visible on screen. And I think that's the problem with one because it was still probably an RPG at its heart, and they got rid of all that stuff when they got to two to make it more actiony and more accessible for people. 
And I think he's I think he's probably right in his his assessment that it might be because he hasn't played the first one because I think Maybe. we started off with our shepherds and but we Johnny, created it. Well, Gary Johnny didn't. No, he didn't. didn't. And I love it to death. Yeah, so I guess you go against that sort of... Not enough to go back and replay the new DLC for the end of the third one. I mean, I heard you have to go back quite a bit for that. Is that right, Jim? Yeah, yeah, you do, a little bit. Yeah, it's it's a good good two, three hours you have to go back. Yeah, see, sod that. I'm not prepared to do that just for... Oh, I did it straight away. So the, The next day, I completed it on the Thursday... And then the next day on the Friday, I did it again. So you must love it far more than I did then, because I'm not prepared. I was sick of Mass Effect. Well, it was just just in my head. And when something's in my head, I have to get it out. So I I felt like I needed to play the other one as quickly as possible, because I've done pretty well to not spoil Mass Effect 3 for myself, lasting this long. So I thought, you know what, I want to play the extended one, because... Then I, I'm not scared of Mass Effect Three spoilers. I know, I'm up to date. I know everything, so I just felt like I wanted to get it out of the way, so I know my opinion on it very quickly. And uh, yeah, I'm, and I knew the levels, so I, I knew where every bad guy was coming. I knew what console I had to press A on, and yeah, all sorts. yeah. So, I just, so do you, I mean, do you think maybe good. it comes down more to the fact that he just doesn't get it? You know, it's just not his thing. It's just not his thing. As yeah, simple you know. as that. You know what yeah, I mean? Nothing more. That we don't get in. I mean, you probably love Bioshock, you guys. Most of the people. Absolutely, we do. I hate Bioshock. What? Can't stand the series. Yeah, everything about it pisses me off. But yet, I'm alone out there. But that's fine. I don't you know, that. no, I think there's probably other people out there who don't get it either. And I think yeah, next to the ill people that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right <there. laughs> well, possibly true. Possibly yeah. true. I mean, there's got to be a game that you know, you. Uh, you're not a fan of Stu and everybody is. Well, I don't know. There, there must be a game like that. I mean, well, probably the Call of Duty thing, you know. Although I can admire Call of Duty for what it is. It just isn't my bag and I just don't get the multiplayer aspect of it. I just don't get all that obsession with ranking up and getting the next big thing and yeah, whatever. So I guess that would be it. Or Battlefield 3. I played that and I don't get it at all. You don't like that at all, do you? It's no. not that I don't like it. I just don't get multi, like really competitive multiplayer games. No, but you, that's not fair because you used to. I did, but only Gears of War because somehow that was more fun to play and more team-orientated. And maybe I'm just missing the point these days or just haven't got time to spend all that time sinking. I think it was when... what What changed for me was when everything pushed towards an unlock or a reward or a level up or whatever it was. And once, because I much preferred the old fashioned level playing field of something like Quake or Doom or. I think, I don't you know, know what I, I mean? think, I think maybe it might have something to do with multiplayer's kind of done like an old and predictable now. And you always go towards something that's new and fresh. That's uh, part of it, I think, but it's also, I just like that. I don't know. I think it's something like you know you hate Unreal Tournament three, don't you? And mm. I love and I love that game because it's fast, it's furious. The, there's I think it's bland. The weapons are all yeah, in the same places. You see, and that's again that comes back to that difference between what you like and what I like because I don't really like all the having to level up and unlock stuff because I'm not that accurate. You know, get me in front of a you know something fast and furious like that. I'm fairly good at it, but sort of the more modern, slower paced. Multiplayers, I'm just not very good at. This week's episode is sponsored by Fast and Furious. 
<laughs> yeah, and I think I think that's the difference. But that, again, that you know exemplifies that horses for courses thing, doesn't it? Because uh, horses for courses. You, my dad always says that. You love Mass Effect. I love Mass Effect. Johnny loves Mass Effect, but Verbal Rob doesn't. You know, and that's just the way things are, isn't it? And you can't Which persuade him. Which one is mentally ill? Which one is mentally ill? You can't persuade him otherwise. <laughs> you know, because that's just his opinion that's what it's all about and also you know uh you know when we go back to the you know the games as art thing and all that kind of stuff you know it's it it, it sort of stimulates discussion because if we all like the same thing we would no, we, don't, be, wouldn't we? we wouldn't be discussing it would we because as long as we can all agree <laughs> that heavy rain sucks balls love. i love heavy rain I wouldn't say I loved Heavy Rain, and I can see all its flaws, and it's got quite a few of them. But I admire. Can we not talk about Heavy Rain? And that's it. Leave it at that. Well, it was all nude. I don't play anything like it. I was. I can see it's crap. Game, (laughs) but I do enjoy it. Brilliant. Yeah, and I think that's a really good way of describing it. I can see it's crap as a game, but it's kind of enjoyable. Oh, I enjoy it. Enjoyable crap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chini, uh, so what else have you up to? So you finished the Mass Effect, and I'm assuming you, you're all satisfied now and done. Yes, yes. Uh, the multiplayer is very good still. I, I, I'm into it. I'm into the multiplayer. I think they're doing a good job. Um, and, I, you know, I often play it, so... Yeah. yeah, I mean, SLH called me out on this week's show regarding that because obviously I said, oh, I didn't like the fact that I had to do the multiplayer if I wanted to get full whatever readiness and all that kind of jive. Uh, and she said, to clarify, uh, ME3 multiplayer, when it first came out, Bioware confirmed it wasn't necessary to play any multiplayer to get the best ending, i.e. you could disregard galactic readiness percentage if you were just a uh, single player and just concentrate on war assets. If you did do multiplayer as well, then you needed the galactic readiness too. I didn't do any multiplayer at all before I finished the game and my ending was the best ending. So no one is forced to play multiplayer. Oh, one, she's got you there, mate. The multiplayer is really cool and I enjoyed it. And this is what I said in recently. I said, this is true. Uh, but a lot more of the tedious side missions are required to get the required galactic readiness. I never got there because some of them were things I couldn't find, and I'd have to scour all these planets for something stupid like a relic to bring back. Okay, can I ask you to a question? Right, was your galactic readiness above fifty percent? No, mine was literally forty-nine. Right. <laughs> no, no, I was, was like ninety. But that's because Chini had done all the multiplayer stuff. So to get uh, mine was fifty as well, fifty percent. Yeah, to even even get anywhere close to that fifty percent, you had to do literally every single side mission in the game, and that almost forced you to do the multiplayer. I didn't, but it almost was like if you do the multiplayer, then you're going to get there a lot. Oh, yes, this why didn't you play it? Because I just I wanted to enjoy the story of the game, and it's I, not it's, it's horde mode. I know what it is, right? And I don't disagree. What's wrong with that? Right, because my time is precious, right? So, <laughs> and I want to be playing. I want to be playing the story. Just listen to him. It is. Oh, no. it is. I ain't got time for that. Um, my time is precious, right? And I have only got a, a finite amount of time to play games, and most of that's late at night because you know I can't really play any other time, and especially games that I've got any violence in, I don't want to be playing them when Millie's around. So I'm, I'm, I'm sort of very restricted as to when I can play, right, for the start. Yeah. And I want to be playing, I'm into the story, I'm absorbed in the story, I'm cool what's unlocking and the things that are going on and all that kind of cool character stuff and I'm loving all of that. But you like, you like Left 4 Dead and co-op games? Left 4 Dead, Dead hasn't got a story as such, she's got a very paper thin thing. Nor is the multiplayer in... No, I'm not, exactly, but... That's, I wanna... that's what I'm saying, like, you like Left 4 Dead, you play that because I it's do. co-op fun. But, so why not play the multiplayer? I'd rather be 
playing the actual game and going through the story than playing four or five hours of multiplayer to get my galactic readiness up to help me in the story. Do you know what I mean? I'd rather be focusing that time in the story, and I'd rather have had other stuff in the story to do that rather than having to rely on just about getting there or playing five or six hours in a multiplayer to do it quicker. Ah, well. I wouldn't do it out of principle. Yeah, yeah, and that's I thought, my... sod you, Bioware, you're not making me play a multiplayer game just yeah. for this. Bollocks. Yeah, bollocks. Do, do what you tell me. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. you, I'll do what you tell me. Exactly, yeah. It's like the machine working out. Yeah, good. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was my issue. It wasn't that. I know that he didn't have to, but to get it up to... And I never actually got there. I was about... I was, I was something ridiculous, like half a percent off or one percent off. And that, that annoyed me as well. Because it's like, and and just because I hadn't... Did you get a bad ending then, or not? No, the only difference was, well, I talked about this on the spoiler show, so... Ah, uh, well, I didn't hear that. But oh, the, I'm trying to do this without spoilers, because obviously there may be people out there who still haven't finished this game. Yeah. I didn't get the best ending, because I was about 1% off, right? But the only difference, and this was even stupider, the only difference between my ending and the very best ending was one scene of okay. Shep. And that was the only difference. All right. I'll have to listen back to the spoiler thing, won't I? You will. And that was the only difference by not having that full galactic readiness. And that annoyed me as well. Because I was thinking, you mean to say I spent all this time collecting shit from planets, right? And running away from weird, like, Reaper things within these stupid minigame things for that. For just because I missed what... And then I didn't get it anyway, so that even more pissed me off. <laughs> So yeah, I was I was all in all pissed off about all that stuff, but I still love the game. Still great, still great game. Yeah, yeah. still great. Yes. So moving on. Yeah, moving on. But um, I have started, played, and finished Spec Ops Online. Oh God, Lord, you have been busy. Yes, I have. Um, I guess another question then. You know, we've we've heard lots of varying yes um opinions on this game. Duke has played this as well. Duke has played this. He he kind of liked it. He said it was a good game. Yeah, he, he kind of liked game. it. Um, lots of stuff, you know, we, we talked a little bit about We Can Confirm really giving it a hard time after mm. the guy who wrote it on the show and stuff. What is your opinion, Ginny? I think it's a very good effort. It's a very good effort. Um, I would applaud, I, I would definitely recommend you play it, Stu. Okay. Um, it's a, yeah, it's a military third-person action game, you know, that's what it is. And you will bring up the problem of you have to shoot a lot of people. To get kind of to the, it's a game where you shoot a lot of people, and there is that disconnect. You know, we've talked about this before. Yeah. That aside, right? Just put that just out of your head. You know, we know that that's that's a problem. Um, it's a very good effort. The characters are very well rounded. I think uh, there are some problems. This is where I disagree with Duke. Duke was writing. It's a very convoluted story. Like you, you know, it gets a bit messy. Like when you get halfway in, like who's who. Who's what? Um, I don't mind that so much because I think, you know, and, and he also brought this up. It's meant to be confusing. It's meant to uh, question. You're meant to question who's who's good and who's bad, right? Yeah. And that bothered Duke because he thinks that's that's a bit of a, like a sellout, I suppose. Um, he can't speak for himself because he's not here, but we'll, we'll probably bring this for a little bit next week so he can say his, his bit. But... You know, I don't mind that so much. You know, I, I don't mind the, the, the who you can trust, who you can't trust kind of sellout option. Um, and it was great. It was absolutely brilliant. Uh, the, the main character is, you, you really see scars. You know how Batman 
uh, in Arkham Asylum, like he, he starts to get scars in his cape and his suit yeah. throughout the game. Very similar to what they do with the model in uh, in Spec Ops, and it's it's fantastic. There's some great levels in there. The ending is very interesting, and there's I think there's on um, three. There's about four endings, and I played them all, and they're they're all pretty different, pretty different. So I was impressed. Um, and again, like we were talking about Mass Effect, it doesn't spell it out for you. It doesn't say this is what happened. Well done. You know what I mean? It, it's very like it happened. Well, what you take from it is whatever what you're doing. And I was listening to a show, and there was it was a spoiler cast for Spec Ops: The Line. Now I won't name the show, but it was pretty ridiculous what the what the host was saying. And what was this? Can I just ask that? Was it a, a mainstream show or was no? It... It's, it's it's not a, like a, a show that a lot of people would have heard of. Right, like, okay. <laughs> like, was... like ours. Yeah. yeah. Um... That's the five people who've heard of ours. There, there must yes. have been, been three for this one. Yes. Um... <laughs> You know, it's it's not a big show. I, I, I doubt any of you would listen to it. It's not like Weekend Confirmed or anything like that. Right, okay. Or IGN or something. Um, you know, and I was listening to it. You know, I, I, I kind of like listening to, to, to these guys. But, th- th- I mean, what what the one guy... I mean, there's there's three guys on the podcast. And oh, who is it? Who is it? Tell me. No, you can't tell I, us. I can't. I can't. You don't write it in chat box. No, he can, he can call I it can out. Tell it later, yeah. Like, tell us later after we recorded. You can, you so, can write it out then. So the, there's three guys on the podcast, and two of them kind of... In t- I mean, it's... The simplest answer is usually the the right one. You know what I mean? Like, the, with these things. But the host of the show came up with this crazy theory about what it meant. Like, the whole thing. Um, similar theory to, you know, like, Mass Effect. People think it's all a dream in Mass Effect. Oh, God, there was... A, I mean, we argued about that on the spoiler cast we did, so you'll hear that. If you go back. To me, he's a little bit ridiculous. But yeah, I, um, I think, maybe. <laughs> maybe I didn't. Maybe I agreed. I but, can't. Spec Ops does a similar sort of argument. You know, it's, I mean, it's based on the heart of darkness. You know, uh, Apocalypse Now, all this, and it's a journey into a man's insanity. And as he goes further down the road, the river, whatever, um, he goes crazier and crazier, and the situation gets out of hand. Very similar. That, that's. I mean, that's pretty much it. So, so it questions what is real and what's not real. That's not no big surprise with this game. You, you knew that was coming. So that was interesting to me. That, that, I thought that was cool. A man's kind of uh, dive into into insanity, and but this this got this host of this podcast. His theory of what happened was just like this. You know, this is what I interpreted it as. I was like, "Are you crazy?" I mean, I mean, it, but to me, I, I found that very funny. Uh, I mean, ridiculous. I, I think completely wrong. And if you said that to the writer of the game, the writer would be like, "You are way off." But thanks for trying. Um, and that that kind of I liked that because. It, you know, he took that away from the game. He he, he came up with this weird theory of the story, and he's very satisfied with it. He came away from the game liking it. He he was very happy with it because that was the way he interpreted it. You know, and it's it's no, just it's, it's a very interesting, well thought out game. You know, a, a lot of people say, yeah, it's just a generic third person shooter. That that's the gamey part. You know what I mean? That's the gamey part of it. But it does some stroke. It it, it really. You know, just some broad strokes with the story. It, it, it's not afraid. Um, all sorts of little tricks it puts in there. I think it's great. The, the dialogue's brilliant. Uh, you know, how they tell the story is a little bit rapid, like Duke said, but it doesn't bother me so much about you don't know who's who and what's going on and what quite is happening with the story. But that 
you know, I, I, I watched Apocalypse Now. The first time I watched Apocalypse Now, I didn't quite know what was going on. All right? Doesn't mean it's terrible. Doesn't mean it's a bad film. You know, it just means it took a couple of watches. I watched very recently, Stu. I don't know if you've heard of this film. Uh, there's a new Batman film coming out. I was going to say, if it's weird, I probably have. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, not, it's not very well known, but it's, it's a new Batman film. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. And I recently watched one and two, because I'm watching it at the IMAX theatre uh, this week. Um, so I wanted to brush up on uh, the two Batman films. And there's things in there that I didn't understand the first time. It doesn't mean that it's, you know, a poor effort. It just means sometimes you've you got to play things through a couple of times or read up, read up on it. So I didn't mind it. I think Spec Ops is a fantastic game. Great effort. Um, well recommended for anyone who's looking for a decent story that doesn't spell out everything. Yeah, no, and I, and I commend it. I really do. I mean, it's interesting because I said that earlier about Mass Effect. I like it sometimes if, it, if it's not completely spelled out for you and you have to try and absorb what's going on and make your own mind up about it. You know, I like that because it's open for interpretation and I think that's what good stories should do. I think Spec Ops will mature with time. You know, while everybody's playing it, everyone's like, oh, it's just a third-person action game. But when it sits in your head and you kind of think back on it, I think people will go, you know what, that was really good. That was Because everybody has been talking about it. It's kind of died down now a a little bit. But, I mean, you you two could probably agree that a lot of people have been talking about this game. Oh, yeah. So it's it's something. It's got to be doing something, right? Because everybody seems to bring it up and they can't agree on whether it's a good game or not. I think it's brilliant. So uh, I, 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 I award it. I award the game on its its merits. I think the biggest issue I have with the biggest critics of this game are the people who are going, oh, it's all this disconnect. And we've talked about this ourselves. All this disconnect because you're killing all these people and then you're meant to be feeling really bad because you're going crazy and you maybe you shouldn't yeah. be doing it. I mean, you Uncharted, you but, get that disconnect. Well, exactly, but no one, everyone's like, Uncharted's brilliant. Well, I think, I think the, the, the void there is Uncharted doesn't take itself too seriously. It's, no. a, it's, a, it's a bit of an adventure romp, isn't it? You know, it's, yeah. like, it's just like, hey, you know, we're on this adventure and crazy stuff happens and whatever. And I'm a mass it's, murderer. This is super great. The, the things that happen in Spec Ops is dark. Yeah. Very, very dark. Okay. Um, and there's, there's, there's some stuff in you like, that's, that's pretty brave. That's pretty brave to... Uh, to, to so it doesn't, it doesn't become contrived then, does it? No, it doesn't like, you're not like, oh, they just did that for the sake of doing it. You know, it, sort of feels, it feels like everything fits. I mean, the, you know, like, like in most films, you know, like in most films where someone goes crazy. Again, to bring up the Dark Knight... Uh, Two-Face goes crazy when, um, you know, a certain someone go, kind of explodes, let's say. You know, that's the turning point for Two-Face, right? That, that's the moment when he just goes, click, I am now kind of this bad guy. Uh, there's that moment in Spec Ops The Line. There's, there's a moment where you go, well, that's exactly where um, the main protagonist is, has gone a little bit crazy. Yeah, like, that's this, the, like the flipping the switch point. This moment is where this character has gone a little bit crazy. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So, very, very interested in, in I, I, what you will think, Stu, and I think a, a lot of people should not dismiss this game. It is, don't, don't get me wrong, you'll play it and you'll go, you're killing loads of people, blah, 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 blah. I don't think that'll bother me because I'm expecting that anyway. Yeah. And I'm gonna go don't into worry it about it. that so much. That's a problem that a lot of video games will have. Yeah. Um, that's something that is a problem bigger than this game should have to tackle. 
Yeah, I'm not bothered about that too much. I, I will enjoy it for the story that's in there, regardless of having just to shoot tons of people as a mechanic to get through the game. You know, I'm not I'm not too concerned about that. If the story beats are good, then I'll be happy with it. It's very good, mate. It's very if you like good stories, which I know you do. I, I think know. you should give it to me. It's, it's like that, you know, Citizen Kane of video games, but it's uh, it's, it's very good. good. It's yeah. on my rental list, so I will be playing it at some point if I ever get a chance. With the, I assume, Gary, you haven't played this either. No, I played the demo. The, yeah, it was on Xbox, and I really enjoyed that. But that was well, the demo the story the, there. The, yeah, yeah. I mean, Mechanics. very basically introduces the characters. But I really enjoyed that, and I've heard nothing but great stuff from people who have played it and finished it. Really, really did move them or really get inside their head. Unlike most recent games, I've heard people talk about actually a lot deeper than that. I've heard some people actually turned away from it and said they couldn't play it anymore because it shocked them or offended them in some way so i'm really really interesting if people are getting i don't know uh it is pretty dark but i don't know it's 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 a video game at the end of the day yeah i think it was just some whiny americans you know what they're like i think sometimes what concerns me about the more mainstream reviewers who do it for a living and they get paid for doing reviews of games and obviously get all that advertising money and all that kind of stuff and it's the living I feel sometimes they're probably more overly critical than someone like us who just plays games for enjoyment and just likes to chat about them. You know what I mean? Mm. And I and it I think depends. I mean, like you know, with these with, with critics with professionals, um, you've you've really got to latch onto somebody that you share opinions with. Yeah, you know, like, I have a few kind of like uh, editors are like different outlets like Joystick or IGN that I kind of know. I would agree with, or I would tend to go with their choice. You know, if, if there's an editor who's really into JRPGs, I'm probably not going to agree with him. Yeah. Um, but, you know, not all the time. It doesn't happen all the time. I don't know. You've you just got to take it with a pinch of salt. You know, they know what they're talking about. Um, but it's it, it, it goes down to the, the old argument of reviews are opinions, and it's it's not black I think there's that, but I also think it, it comes back down to the fact that they're doing it for a job. And it's like anything you do for a job, isn't it? It's like when you're a painter and decorator, you do that all day. You don't want to paint and decorate your own house, do you? And it's like, I think maybe they've lost some of that enjoyment of just playing games, you know what I mean? Because they're so busy about looking what the mechanics are doing and what this is doing and what that is doing and what this is doing that they almost forget about enjoying it. I I, I, I guess you've got a point. I I still think they enjoy games. But to to go back on the line, uh, I think... It's 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 doing something. It it feels fresh. It feels like it's it's not been really completely done with a military shooter before. It's, you know, it, it it definitely feels like a great effort. Um, and they've gone out on a limb, really. I think to 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 kind of invest so much time and effort into the story when they could have made generic shooter, or whatever. So I think it's I think it's great. And the setting is brilliant. Dubai is such a good setting for it. The sand stuff doesn't come into to play as often as you'd think. Um, but it's pretty good. Is it, you know, when you shoot like a window and loads of sand comes in and yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Cool. Uh, yeah. Anything else? Uh, Minecraft. Uh, I don't know if you know, Stu, uh, but Game for the Elderly has changed. I do. Server. I've been on tonight. I've been on. I've been on. I've been on Monster Monday, and I just kept out of the way just to sort of chat and see what they were doing. And uh, my, my people, people that don't know, uh, the game for the elderly, g4te dot com, uh, have a Minecraft server, and it's been going pretty well. Everyone's 
been enjoying it, but it's been crashing a lot. And past it thinks it's meant to do with kind of they had a lot of early problems with it, and it's just not going very well. No, it was, uh, it was getting really bad. I mean, every it's time you worse. Yeah, came out, went back in again, all your stuff were gone. Yeah, you were carrying, so you couldn't leave the game carrying anything because if you and left the game, to yeah. everyone who yeah, went it, was, in. it was becoming a bit, and they're getting kicked out. Then you'd respawn in the middle, and yeah. you had no stuff again. And yeah, it that's was it, getting pretty. So they started a new world, uh, and that's kind of divided, I think, uh, the people that love Minecraft because there's a lot of people that have gone, you know what? I've made so much stuff, I've got collected so much stuff, I don't want to do it again. And there's other people that kind of just jump back in and just went, oh well. Start afresh. Yeah, and I'm, I'm a bit of that mind, to be honest. I, I, I th- yeah, I don't mind it so much because it's fun. <laughs> as, as strange as it seems, it is fun to just start. Uh, you know, start again. I think so, the interesting thing, just to, just to clarify, the world hasn't gone. The one that was built is still available. Right. Uh, but they've just turned it off, in effect, so it's just not on anymore. So they've still got it. They haven't del- Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it still exists. Uh, but they said until a patch comes out to fix uh, the issues, uh, they're going to leave it turned off. But they may re-instigate it once the patch is hit, and that might fix the issues that they've been having. So so you never know. It may come back at some point. But at the moment, it's in hiatus, I guess, in sort yeah. of some sort of, uh, yeah, just turned off and gone. So. Yeah, I, I, and I, I don't know. Like it's, uh, I think it's all right. I think it's fine. Yeah, Walking, Walking Dead episode two. Played any? No, of- no, I haven't played it yet. David, no, I, haven't, David. I haven't even bought it yet. So, oh, no. I thought you'd been all over that this week. No, I haven't. No. So yeah, it's very good. So I'm playing that with the with the misses. You see, ah, it's all when it's all when we can arrange to sit down and play it. They're uh, they were selling that in the Steam sale for twelve quid for a season pass at one point. That's good. Yeah, Shout cheap as chips. PC. Cheap as chips. Uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't. We haven't had time to sit because, like I've said to her. We need to watch Batman 1 and 2 before we watch 3 again. Yeah, fair enough. Come on, film, haven't they, as well? So that's kind of cool. Eh? They're both on Love Film, streaming. What? Batman 1 and 2. Oh, are they? I I bought the the double DVD thing, like, ages ago, and I never watched them. So, So yeah, they're both on there now to watch. That's good. That's good. So, Gary, um, what have you been up to, then? Or what have you been up to, should I say? uh, Well, I... Bought a gaming PC. Yeah, you see, it's like infectious, Chinny. You're loving this, aren't you? No, sorry, Chinny. <laughs> but it, it it's just like a console, really. You know, it's not a huge difference. You can get a joypad exactly no, the same. Have, have, have you got a Have you got a joypad for it? Is uh, that... I just bought one today. I oh, haven't what? actually used it yet. Um, because um, I started playing the Darkness Two, and that's impossible with the mouse and keyboard. It's not. It is shooting's alright. It's not too bad, but um. Trying to control the bloody demon arms with a keyboard, you know. You got to remember what every key does. My hands over there. I've got to keep looking down the keyboard, and then I'm getting shot in the face by some mafioso. So um, I thought, sod that. I'll give that up and get a controller. <laughs> Do it old school way. Yeah. I'm still learning this keyboard and mouse configuration. You, you, once you get used to it, though, it is so brilliant for especially first-person shooter games. It's so direct. Yeah, I was playing that. Uh, what was I playing? Um, Sniper Elite V2. Uh, so I got really used to that with the keyboard and mouse. Yeah, that's so accurate. fantastic. Sniping is amazing. It is pinpoint accuracy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You that, don't that, realize how precise the mouse yeah. is compared to a. And that's why you know, when they've tried all these cross platform games, you know, with PC users, they just get owned, you know, because they just cannot compete. 
You know, these people who've been using a keyboard and mouse for the last 20 years or whatever, they just own everybody, you know. Not not other players of the same ilk, but definitely players on a console with a pad. You know, they really struggle. So, yeah. so you've been playing that. So what do you think of The Darkness 2 then? Oh, well, I only played it for about half an hour, but yeah, really, really enjoyed it. It's fantastic, isn't it? It's so dark and uh, comical at the same time, that little gremlin dude that popped up from nowhere. Yeah, yeah, there's only one this time, isn't there, and two. There's only one little yeah. gremlin guy. He's sort of yeah, better. Yeah, that little dude. Like a British, like a British accent, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, with a Union Jack um, sort of dress on or whatever. Yeah. yeah, he goes, all right, how are you doing, monkey? One of my favourite powers in that game was when you unlock the power where you can pick him up and throw him at enemies. That was so much fun. So oh, you, yeah. you can unlock a power where you can pick him up and you throw him at and he clings onto their heads and eats them. Oh, cool. You know, so it chomps down on them. That was kind of cool. See, with the mouse, look, you, to use your demon arms, you have to click down the, the mouse wheel, the scroll button, then wiggle your mouse either left to right oh, or up God. and down. Yeah, that does yeah. sound a bit, yeah. Yeah, that's a freaking nightmare. But then, then that makes you wonder whether the control scheme for that is obviously designed for a console and they've tried I'd to... say so. I think yeah. they made it on console yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's why. So I can't be playing. So I've, uh, I really enjoyed it, but uh, as I said, I've put a stop to that until I uh, set this joypad up and do it properly. But uh have been spending a lot of time on a Sniper Elite V2. I don't know if you played the demo of that. I played the demo, but not the full game, so I've no... Yeah. I mean, it it's pretty generic, but you can't get enough of that bullet cam. Is that the one with the air cry and everything? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like Mortal Kombat. You know, remember the uh, yeah. new yeah. one? Yeah. The bullet ricocheting into their head, bouncing off their skull, coming out all compressed. And on a PC, it looks amazing. And if you're just, you know, a bit sick in the head, you're shooting them in different body parts <laughs> and watching your reaction. Shot him in the penis. Great I keep story. shooting, aiming for the balls. You can actually get a proper extra of the testicles exploding, <laughs> but I can't actually hit one yet. Getting its thigh or death. There's, there's an achievement for that, you know. Like, yeah, uh, that's right. There is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. That's amazing. But that's pretty good fun. I mean, Shot it's, him it's, in the balls. <laughs> but it, it's cra- every other gun is shit apart from the sniper. I mean, the, the uh, ridicule for the. Thompson, or the machine gun, or the pistol, it's, it's impossible to get a headshot, because it's just so wide on the screen. It doesn't narrow down to a little reticule. So it's you like can real life, man. You. Yeah, it's terrible, but, you know, it's fun, it's good fun. But, uh, yeah, so I'm enjoying it. That's all co-op as well, that game. Oh, is it? Yep. I've never played a co-op game in my entire life. Never played a game co-op. That's really? just uh, unbelievable. Absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. I mean, it's in... Interesting, before we started talking, I was saying, oh, yeah, I've got Left 4 Dead on Steam and there's all these cool mod maps and stuff. Have you ever played Left 4 Dead? And Gary's like, nope, never played it. I was like, how, how, how can you not have? How? Craziness. I always thought it was multiplayer, one of those you have to have friends and um, with people. It, it is much better with people, but it's a co-op game. It's not a... It, it, there is... I mean, I love the competitive multiplayer. In. I think the competitive multiplayer is the better part, to be honest. It is. But it's still fun to play as a foursome, sort of just doing the campaign story and stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah. Have you got... Uh, you've got you've, look, if you pick up the original Left 4 Dead on the 360, SLH yeah. has just picked that up as well. Yeah, and, and we could maybe get together and play some campaign, you know, and go... All right, all right. I'll right. give that a go then. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, get right. on that. We'll we'll get so, you. We'll break your co-op virginity. Yeah, break my cherry core. Um, what else? Uh, I finished Max Payne three on the PS. Yeah, you finally done that. You done that, Chinese, well, didn't you? Yeah, I finished it. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I finished that. 
Yeah, oh, cool. I got stuck on the end, you know, that very last section. I won't right. make spoilers away, but I was on medium difficulty, and I was stuck there for about four days. The game's but, hard. Yeah, but, is, by the yeah. way, Spec, Spec Ops the Light is hard as well. It's not an easy game. Uh, I, I, it's I'll be playing it on easy. <laughs> similar to Max Payne 3, if you're out of cover for, for a little bit, you're done. Yeah. Sniper Elite's like that as well, yeah. And it takes about three shots to kill you. Mm. But I like that. It's more believable. You know, I don't like it when you're a bullet sponge. It, it just seems ridiculous. No, it depends on it. it depends. Uh, yeah, okay, what else? Um, oh, God, I'm embarrassed to admit this. Shall I tell you about this really dodgy game I've got on? <laughs> I don't know, it depends on it. Come on, get it, get it out of your system. Uh, do you well, you're in, you're right. You intrigue Stu now, so there's yeah, no problem. Right. Come on, so, come on. So, all right, I'll, I'll give you a bit of background here. I haven't had story times too, but uh, I'm, I'm liking the way that you're sort of justifying it before you tell us what yeah. it is. So when I was a kid, my dad was in the military, and he used to turn up when he came home for visits with a, a train set for me. You know that. I know what you thought. <laughs> so I thought, oh, oh train yeah. simulator is like. <laughs> so I put that, oh my god, it's so bad. What the hell? People it's like a job. It's a job. It's people not a love it fun. though. Yeah, I know. There, there's a huge community out there who are obsessed about it. Um, you can even get a controller for it off eBay for 150 quid, like a, a replica of a train no, control really for, your, for your PC. But with levers and stuff. With levers and everything, yeah. And buttons. <laughs> Big plastic get-up for your desk. 150 bucks. So how hardcore is that to pick up that thing? Anyway. Well, right. That that was a bargain. It was cheap as anything. It was about yeah, equal, it. It? About one pound fifty or something. I'll yeah, it. it was very very cheap. What that is. So what do you, I mean? What is it like? I mean, is it? What are you doing? What do you right, do? So, so tutorial one to drive right? a train. No, no. I mean, but is that it? Is that it? Yeah. You have to yeah, pick you, up passengers and stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. You you have to stop at the station. Then you have to actually <laughs> open the doors. Let the passengers get off. Yeah. It gives you a certain camera view of the passengers getting off, and then other passengers get on. You have to close the doors again and drive off. And you've got speed limits you have to obey. It depends. You can make it as complicated or yeah, as simple as possible. Do you have to I, take money off them? Do you have to go around? No, you know, you're, not a, you're not a bus driver. Train driver, mate. No, but, they they, the but you, said, you know, they have to but, pay to ride, don't they? But, they've got yeah, but you're not the ticket collector. Well, I don't yeah. know. You might have to do everything. Yeah, but the train... Like, the tra- 2012... The train driver doesn't collect the tickets. That's a yeah, separate but, but job. But you have to wear lots of hats. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, no hat wearing, my dear. But the, the, they've got about eight or nine different camera angles. That's about the only cool part of it. But the, I, I just thought, right, so once I'd finished the training, I thought I'm going to jump in a train. Any, there's about 50 different types of train all across the world. So I jumped in one in America, took it as fast as I could get it. So we're driving along about 100 miles an hour over the speed limit. And derailed it, going around a bend too fast. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So did it, did it show it crashing and everything? Was it? Yeah, it just flipped over on a field and rolled a few times, and then it said I'd <laughs> failed, so it killed all the passengers or whatever. <laughs> I was like, sod that. I've had There's even a, a, an add-on, <laughs> trains versus zombies. Brilliant. The fuck, how does that work? I love so, that. Anyway, uh, I'm not going to So can I, can I ask uh, you, can you, could you recreate the very famous Settle to Carlisle train journey? You know? uh, it already has it. Uh, it has just about every train journey you can imagine. There's a list of about a thousand different journeys. You see, that, uh, that is one of the most famous ones for this country, you know. And also, I've got a little story about that. and we have You've got, told this before. I think I've told this, yeah, with the girl who my friend, who Kay used to work with, and she went for a date and he just showed her a video from the foot plate of that. So you could recreate that, couldn't you? You could if you were that sad, yeah. 
But um, anyway, uh, so again, that, a I'm level not... of nerdism that I don't <laughs> want to associate myself with. Yeah. Did you buy the game? Did you buy this train simulator? Did... Yeah. Well, it was one pound fifty, so I thought, well, it's, it's... still. Still, still Gary, come still, on. Yeah, I, I thought if I like this, I'm going to get that controller. I'm going to get right into it. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't like wow. it. Wow. Wow, Jesus. I thought this is a new level of nerdiness. You won't be coming back you. on the show if you want to. Can I ask you, you know this big sod-off controller? How yeah. how do you attach it to the desk? Does it have suckers or, you know, like the old-fashioned sort of waggle joysticks? Uh, or did it have uh, a big clamp or something? Yeah, I think you just clamp it onto your desk. Clamp it's kind of like it's about the size of a keyboard, yeah. in, in length, and it, it's quite a it's sort of like plasticky brick. It's quite a big. I mean, it's it, I don't think a company makes it. I think it's pretty much bespoke, made by a, a geezer, some sort of train nerd who takes numbers down off in stations, you know, in Anorak and a weak lemon drink. One of those dudes, and. Uh, it, it's just got your big plastic. It looks like. Do you remember um, that company used to make kids for toys? Oh, what am I thinking of? Uh, in the eighties. Ah, oh, I can't remember thinking of the name. It looks like. Used to make kids for toys. <laughs> toys for kids. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. There's lots of those. Lots of those companies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, toys for kids. Yeah, not kids, kids for, for toys. toys. That's odd. Yeah, I used to make. make um, so can I ask you? You know, you know, like on Amazon, you know where it says. You know, you can buy this, this, and this for like a bargain price. You know, where you get like a discount for buying more than one thing at the same time. Yeah. Does it have like this controller and then like a train driver's hat and like a whistle and a flag or something for an uh, X and amount a, of And then a book on how to get like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> train spotter's manual to go with it. Yeah, and a rope to hang yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but it yeah, I think a... we should. I think we spent way too long talking about this game, and we should move on. I shouldn't even admit no, that. I'm intrigued. <laughs> no, you're not. I'll, I'll give it to you, mate. You can have it. It's, I'll give it to you. Yeah, you're all right, mate. Honestly, you're all right. You're fine. All right, you're not missing out. Don't worry about it. You're all right. All right. Thanks for not. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks. But no, it's not doing anything. Have you played anything better than that? Because it's really gone downhill now. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right, so I played uh, Dear Esther. Oh, okay. okay, let's talk about that. No, I've still just you now. I've also played this, right? And last week I said I had to turn down the settings, and I didn't. It was some weird sort of RAM thing, and there was some program that I had on the computer that was taking up all the RAM, so that's why it didn't work. Ram. Uh, but yes, I can, I can play it full settings, and it looks amazing. How did you get on? Did you get past the first chapter? What do you mean, did I get past the first chapter? No, I, I got lost and just gave up. I mean, what do you mean? You, you, <laughs> what? You, you can't get lost. It's a linear game. It doesn't go anywhere. You can't explore. You just have to follow the path. There's no oh, way. I'll just laugh at Stu's crazy like... Yes. <laughs> He got lost. You exploded his brain then, yeah, Gary. No, 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 sorry, Judy. Yeah, you just followed a path. You can't go anywhere. There's a section in it, right, where there's like a, a sort of a wooden boat washed up against uh, some rocks. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the, I couldn't get... You can go, too, go too, like, in a cave with all glowy stuff. Yeah, yeah. I got in there. Yeah, yeah, well, when you come out the other side, if you turn to the right, you just follow the... There's a path at the bottom then that you just follow and you just keep on going. Oh, uh, I kept going in, getting confused, come straight back out, thinking, hold on, I've just... Come in. Yeah, yeah it, it goes around in a circle and comes out the same way you go in. Oh, right. I've done that about five times and thought, either I'm getting mad. <laughs> That's brilliant. No, you need to run in circles. It, I've, I've played through it 
twice and finished it, and I've loved it both times. Although in some ways I feel like maybe I should have only played it the once. Because, I mean, and again, this this is, you know, if you want to play, it's not really a game. It's an interactive story that isn't yeah. really that interactive either. Beautiful. Um, oh, beautiful. But if you want to play something that leaves it totally open for interpretation as to what was going on, uh, this is the game, and if you don't like that kind of stuff, you will hate it with a passion because he. But, but you can. Is it, is it a first person game? It's first yeah. person, and you got free. You can walk around. Like you you walk. can just walk. Yeah, and it's sort of not sort of Scottish Island, isn't it? It's, it's set in the Hebrides. Yeah, out of Beautiful, mate. It's almost as if you're walking around a real. So what? What happens? What's what? What's the bit? What do you Nothing have to do? Nothing happens. You don't do anything. You just walk through it? You just walk through it, and at certain points in the game, it'll trigger some narrative, and there's a guy who's narrating the story, and he'll just tell you something, and then you'll move on to the next bit, and then you'll get to another point, and it'll trigger another narrative. But the narrative is all jumbled up, if you will, so none of it's in any sort of order, and it's all totally random as to what bit of narrative you get wherever you trigger it. So it's never... So if you played the game through two or three times, you will get different bits of narrative at different points, and you might get narrative you haven't had before as well. Okay. So it's fairly randomised as to what you hear. You're not selling it to me, to be honest. Um, It's, it's really difficult to describe. It is like an experience of walking somewhere with your thoughts and sort of yeah. looking around and listening and the music's fan- the soundtrack is the fan- music and the sound of the, the, and the, effect- the ocean washing up against the, the beach oh, yeah well, and Jesus the- Christ this is a game for you isn't it and, uh, and the uh, the seagulls <laughs> the sound of the, the beach in the background it's absolutely stunning in surround it sound it is beautiful it's such it a does. beautiful experience it's really haunting as well it's yeah you get to the end and I've, I've got my own ideas as, as to what it all means but the ending is just brilliant I love it. I love the ending and I love how they did it and it's beautiful you get to the end and it's at night time and the, what I can't get over um, and I said this to someone at work is how photorealistic this really looks and, and and I'm getting, I know that it's not using a lot of processing power because there's not a lot going on apart from you walking and that's it and, but everything sways and the, the reflections on the water are just phenomenal oh my. I honestly, really wish Duke was here to back me up here. <laughs> I know. But the reflect honestly, you, you look at it and it's like looking at a real sea. It's like looking at the surface of the sea at night with the reflection of the moon and the mountains and everything in it and it just looks amazing. And I can't it's hard to tell you how good this game looks. It I think you're trying. The most aesthetically pleasing it is. thing I've ever played. It is. It's like, it's like a developer got together and went, right, let's make a sh- let's make a game for Stu. For me. Let's just make <laughs> yeah. a game for this guy on this yeah. podcast. It is everything I love about that sort of thing. Cause it's oh, a, I totally agree with you. It's Absolutely. cool. It looks beautiful. The atmosphere. It's the, it's the atmosphere, though. Yeah, the atmosphere what it really captures. Outstanding. But why? Anyway, yeah, it just it's doesn't sound very fun. It isn't. There's nothing fun about well, it. <laughs> if, you're, if you're in a North Scottish uh, sort of... Um, Again, doesn't sound very fun. Right, and you it's cold in Scotland. For, it, for a walk on a, on a really yeah. busy day. It's it, kind of just... It's like those that. are all things that I wouldn't do. Nobody well, you would hate it. That exploration thing and and that sort of mystery, mystery and finding something new. And you walk around the corner, there's a little hut on a hill or whatever, and it's like, what's that there for? Or why was you know who lived there? Well, I'll, do that, I'll do that in Scorim. I won't do that in this. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever killed I mean, a dragon. I mean, and, and to be fair. Uh, Gary, you haven't even got to the most beautiful bit when you get in the caves underneath the island. It is just stunning. And wait, right. till you, wait till you get to that. If you uh, have you played Flower? 
No, that's my Jesus next Jesus Christ, you again. really don't want me to like this game. Well, I love Journey. But you know you know how beautiful and when everything glows in the nighttime in Flower, that is yeah. like this times 20. Ooh. It just looks amazing underground. I'm looking forward to it. So when I come out that cave, I turn right. Yes, when you come out of that cave, you turn right and follow the path along the bottom. Right. So you know what? Because you come down the big slopey bit to the cave, don't you? Yeah, that's right. Well, if yeah. you'd have just gone straight, sort of carried on round to the le- like as you got to the bottom to the left, yeah. um, you, you just carry along on the, uh, along the bottom. It's really difficult to get lost. So I am. Sure. Oh, I wasn't sure how open world it was. You said I didn't realize it was that it's, linear. It isn't at all. It's very linear. Okay, so one for you, Chinny. The very last thing I'll talk about. Uh, I started to play Portal Two. Oh. Yeah, that's played better. Before. That's better. Yeah, never played it before. Oh. Did you, have you played one? Yeah, but I didn't finish it. I had to watch the ending on YouTube because I'm too stupid. Well, at least you watched the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do with you, mate. I don't know, mate. I don't know. I've got a degree in everything, but I'm a dumbass when it comes to puzzle games, really. What are you got a degree in? Computer not, science. Not puzzle games. Not puzzle solving, is it? <laughs> Definitely not, mate, no. Um, yeah, so I really enjoyed Ah, oh, Porter too The writing is amazing, isn't it? Yeah, the, it is. the characters and Stephen Merchant Oh, best character in a game It's one year. of the very few games that makes you genuinely laugh like, Yeah, it does. absolutely like, It makes you laugh and you play it and you go This is funny, like, really funny And it's super cool, isn't it? It's just, oh my It's right up there, like, you know, one of the It's near perfect it's like, it's Very little wrong with I can't think of anything, to be honest Take the puzzles out, you'd be right. But, uh, <laughs> come no, come on, it's a puzzle. No, I'm only joking. But, but that really is a game that is the sum of its parts. You know, everything just clicks together like a big jigsaw and everything just works. Mm-hmm. You know, the scripting, the voice acting, the puzzles. I can't, I can't, th- I can't think of anything bad about the game. There's, there isn't. There is no negatives about the game. Even the ending is one of the best endings to any game I've ever played. Yeah, I kept hearing about that, and I'm sure it's going to get spoiled for me. That's why I thought I've got to get on this now before yeah. it gets Yeah, you, you want to yeah, you wanna that yourself. I picked that up yeah. on a Steam sale for about £3.50. Yeah, it's nothing, was it? It was really cheap. Unbelievable. You're going to love it, man. Actually, really, because they, they... I mean, it, it was a sequel to one of the most successful games of this generation. And like, a lot of people's like, I have no idea how they're going to do better. Actually, actually, I think I need to correct you there. I would have said is the original Portal was one of the most loved games this generation, but not necessarily the most successful, because the Orange Box didn't sell that great on the consoles. To yeah, be but fair. I think Portal sold well on its own. Yeah, possibly on Steam it did. You know, as a PC game, it did, but as a as a console game, it didn't. Mm, well, we'll see. But definitely most loved. I would definitely agree it's one of the most loved games. I think critically acclaimed-wise, you know, it was... Yeah, it was definitely critically acclaimed, yeah. So... Well, I, I only played that last year for the first time as well. Yeah. Why didn't one. you finish it? Uh, because I'm stupid, Mike. I just told you. I got completely... Come on, stuck. I don't buy that. I am buying that. No, Honestly, Mike, I got to a point where I tried everything. Obviously, not everything, because there's a way to do it. Went on YouTube and watched a walkthrough. Oh, that's how you do it. Went back into the game, tried to do it. Thought I can't even replicate this, and I've got the fucking solution right in front of me. <laughs> I'm that stupid. So I thought, You're not stupid. So I, I, just, I just took the game off, um, put YouTube on, watched the ending. That'll do. Yep. See, what you need is one of those Wii U controllers, and you could have it on the screen playing while you're trying to do it, you see? Yeah, or my wife, who's really clever at stuff like this, hand the controller to her. So you do that, and she does it normally for the first time. She's got one of those brains, you know. 
but stick with it, right? And you've just got to. I don't know. I think sometimes in Portal, you uh, and, and Portal Two, you overthink the solution. You sort of coming up yeah. with these crazy ways that it must be done. Yeah. And sometimes it's the one thing looking at you in the face that you just don't see. Is it? Is right. The thing I'm getting wrong with. I'm really impatient, and I think if I haven't done the puzzle in less than say four minutes then i'm doing something wrong <laughs> yeah you some puzzles in fall too you're never gonna do that and oh, the, other thing, I... the other thing i would suggest is walk away sometimes turn it off and come back later and suddenly yeah. you'll just and sometimes you'll just think about it sort of when you're not thinking about it and you'll go sometimes I know what you you'll solve it and you don't quite know how you did it but that's happened you to me it. yep more often than not that happens I'm, like, I'm not i'm sure that wasn't the right way but i'll take it <laughs> yeah yeah, and it doesn't matter it doesn't make... if you get to the exit. And you do feel smart, don't you? Well, oh, even yeah. me, you know, I do one. I think, wow, I've done that, and I knew what I was doing. And yeah, then I get I... up to the second chamber. Like, I, think, I think the thing with Portal 2 especially is that it you're, you're walking to some of the bigger rooms, and you get in this massive room, and you see the, this tiny speck of an exit miles away, and you think, how the hell am I going to get there from here? Uh, but then it just all clicks, you know, and you just suddenly work it all out, and you're like, that's how you do it, and then you're like, you feel really smart because you've done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I look forward to that. Then. Or I'm not. The fifth chamber, <laughs> and I'm loving it, loving it. It's great. It's really good. Fantastic. Okay, that'll do for me. I won't bore you anymore. anymore. Okay. Well, I better get going because we've spent ages, but it doesn't matter because that's what we're here for, to talk about games and stuff, which just happens we've played loads of stuff this week. Yeah, um, we've done well. We've done well. We've played a lot. Right, I'm going to start off with Pontum Conundrum. Uh, which I'm still playing, and I played quite a bit of that this week. I haven't played it all. I'm not finished yet, but I'm... I'm... This is the Portal kind of rip-off that you didn't no, want to... It's not a portal, rip-off. Right? It's not a rip-off. I it would... is. It's, it's not, no. It would be unfair to call it a rip-off, because, you know, to be honest, the person who developed this also developed the original Portal, so you can't okay, rip yourself impersonator. You can't rip yourself off, can you, if you develop the first one? Um, but it's not. Yes. It, it's trying to do a different angle on the first-person puzzle game, I guess. But it has a lot of similarities with the setup, is the best way to describe it. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm still having the same sort of issues. I can work out what I need to do, but executing what I need to do isn't easy. That's uh, a problem. That's the issue that I have with this game more than anything. Is I, as I, I know what to do, I'll go, yeah, that's what I have to do. But the, there is way, way, way more first-person platforming. There's and not that, a lot of that in Portal. Like there's there's a bit of it in Portal 1. Yeah. But there's not a lot of... Once you know what, like, once you know what to do in Portal 2, you can do it, pretty much. Uh, they've done, they did well with that. So, yeah, that can get frustrating. If I had a pound for every time I've misjudged where I'm meant to land and I fall into my death, yep. I would be a very rich person now having played it. It doesn't yeah. work first-person platform. It, it, it's probably, like I said last week, it's probably some of the best... For, I, I think they've made allowances for the fact that, you know, I think there's an invisible bit around each thing so that you can overshoot it slightly without falling off. But it's still very unforgiving. Um, but I have... the. I mean, the, the puzzles are obviously getting bigger now and more complex as I'm going along. And one of them I played was really satisfying and you know when you sort of and you get that real portal feeling of of like that was really clever and really well thought out you know what i mean and i'm like i've had that a couple of times you know so it's it is it is pulling me in but the story quite honestly is neither here nor there this really is just about the puzzles and nothing else 
because the story's neither here nor there. The dialogue's a bit ropey. It's trying to be funny, but it sort of isn't. Uh, and the voice acting's sort of okay. But again, I don't, I don't particularly. I haven't warmed to the guy as a character really, who's doing the narrating, which is this professor. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't come. He's not zany enough, you know, to be a professor. You know, it's just like it doesn't. It just doesn't feel right somehow. But the puzzles are cool. The aesthetics are nice, and it looks kind of cool. This is a downloadable game, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I mean, again, yeah. this was being sold on Steam in the sale for five ninety nine, and at that price, it was definitely worth picking up and playing. Is that a, a cross all platforms game? Is it? Yeah, it's on everything. Yeah. It's on everything. It released originally on Steam and then released on the others. It was a Steam exclusive for a month or something like that, it was. So what is it, what is it about 20 quid to buy on the console? No, no, it's only £8. Oh, right, right. It's not, it's not massive. It's worth the money. If you just yeah. want to put a, a game that's going to tax your grey matter and make you think about puzzles, it's definitely nah, I don't want it. But, I don't think that's Gary's... Uh, nah, it's definitely not me. But if you're yeah. looking for a cool story and sort of clever dialogue and that, don't buy it because it just hasn't got any of that stuff. It's uh, just you're not selling it to me, Mike. No. Just but the puzzles are cool. I've been impressed with some of the puzzles. I'm like, yeah, I get that. That's cool. But like I say, the biggest issue with the with the mechanics is just executing the jumping and stuff. Is a lot of the time hmm. not quite there. It's it's just it's there's a lot a lot of platforming. I mean, a lot a lot of platforming. <laughs> so it's not like it only in, brings that in every now and again in you know certain puzzles. It's in nearly every single puzzle you do. You know, there's got to be and, and jumping around. Uh, the arrest that we've already already spoken about. Uh, I'm playing a game called Slender. Have you heard of this? Yeah, this this the Slenderman myth thing. Yeah, this, this, seriously, this is the scariest game I have ever played. It really is. It's it's more creepy than Amnesia. Either. Have you got to the part where you actually see him? Oh no, you see him. Well, uh, you see, it sort of spoils it a bit, but. The premise of the game is very, very simple. There's nothing to it, really. You start it's only like half an hour in the game. Oh, the first game I had only lasted ten minutes. If that, all right. It, it, basically, this is a setup, right? Just to put it into context, this is what happens, right? The game starts. You're in a forest with a torch. Everything's very I'm dark. a bear up a tree. Very <laughs> dark, right? You can't really see much around yourself. And the only instruction you get, apart from what controls you need to use, which is obviously the standard you know, keyboard and mouse controls, is um, collect eight pages. And that's all it tells you. Collect eight pages. That's your only inventory is a torch. Yeah, you don't have anything yeah. else. You just have a torch that shines, and you just have to look Shine. around. This forest, Shine like there's, a star. There's buildings, there's like a shower block, there's like a car, a little housey thing tunnels so there's lots of stuff to go in and out of but you're basically just basically looking around this forest area for pages that are dotted around and they're all pretty creepy the pages have stuff like no 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 with a load of exclamation marks on it or save yourself get out of here save yourself or so they're all pretty grim have you played it i am i played it in the dark with the lights off the sound up and it's yeah. creepy as hell. The music and the um, there's like again there's lots of noises going on in the background. Played in this in surround Ooh. sound, yeah, all that kind of stuff. That sounds brilliant. Get out. And yeah, but there's there's like whispering noises and you know like the Dead Space soundtrack. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a bit like that. There's stuff going like there's very yeah almost like subliminal stuff going on. I did all yeah. the noises. For I know. That. I know. I'm, I don't know yeah, you know. I could tell that. But, yeah, it's my part-time job. To be honest. This is the rub. So you can walk around for a while and nothing happens, right? 
collect your first <laughs> collect your first page, right? Find your first page, and suddenly this very like almost like a tribal drum sort of starts up in the background, very very slowly. You know, you can just about hear it coming, and you're like, yeah, and you're like, oh crap, right? And the first time you see the Slender Man, right? I'm not kidding yet. I nearly jumped out of my seat. And it's it's so jumpy, right? But the, it's not that that the worst thing about it is so bloody creepy. And he'll just appear, and then if you look at him for too long, it's game over, and that's it. So you've got to not look at him. So you've is got he to slender. Yeah, and you've got to turn away. And and the other thing, it's a lot like Silent Hill when he when he's in the vicinity. So sometimes you'll be walking, and if he's near to you, dum, even dum, if, dum, dum, no, 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 dum, dum. no, you get like static. You know, like this. Oh, God. So eerie. Sometimes you sort of know he's behind you in the game, but it feels like he's really behind you. You know what I mean? That's and you're just like, my can't turn around. So well. I'm not turning around. I'm just going to keep walking. I'm not going to look because I know he's there, even though I can't see him. I know he's behind me, right? And it's horrible. And on more than one occasion playing That's the game, fun. I've had the, you know, where the hers on the back of your neck and you can feel it go like, yep. you know. I was just thinking that. I can almost feel it now. Just you're getting it. Probably behind you, it, Gary. It's, oh, mate, I'm in the dark on my own. It's Ooh. horrible, right? So, anyway, I've, Susan Linden Hall, you know, SLH, I've set yeah. the challenge of playing it and recording herself on her iPhone, playing it and sending us the audio. So, we'll see how she gets on with that. Or video, if she wants to be brave. Oh, yeah, we'll be even. Yeah, get the video, not the audio. Uh, but, by the way, the, if you want to see some loads of these videos have cropped up on YouTube of people oh, playing that. this game and shitting the pants. So, cool. It's, it's, videos it's a free game. It's free to play. You don't have to pay. I've put it up in the Twitter, so if anyone wants to... Do- I've already downloaded it. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Mike. It's on the Twitter. And, uh, yeah, you will you'll crap yourself, basically. That's what... what a, I don't want to do that. Now, what? talking of crap yourself, I've also been playing a game called <laughs> Penumbra, <laughs> Penumbra Black Plague. Okay. And I saw this, and this is another, like, horror game. There's no shooting again. This is just about hiding and sort of not getting caught by these monster things, right? And I was playing it, right? And I'm thinking, wow, this is so, like, amnesia, but in a different setting. It's in, like, um, it's basically in a lab where there's been this virus outbreak. And you know very little. You just sort of, again, you're only finding out bits of story by picking up pages. There's a good narrator in this, though, that sort of tells you what's going on and stuff. Is it Patrick Stewart? No. Is it Morgan Freeman? No. I'm not interested. And then you find, like, for instance, you know, like, in Bioshock, is a good example. You know, you find a tape recorder, and then you can play it and listen to the story from the tape recorder, whatever. Bioshock. In this, you'll find a tape recorder, but there's no tape in it, and then you have to hunt around to find the tape in a cupboard or in a drawer or somewhere. Then you can put the tape in. Then you can listen to the recording, which I kind of like that touch, because it's, like, a bit more realistic. Um, and like it's like point click. Yeah, well... Yes, it's an adventure game, I guess you would say. And it is it works a lot like a traditional point and click adventure game, except that you're controlling it in full first person and everything. So. Uh, right. I saw this in the Steam style. I yeah. it up. But there was only the Black Plague. I had a look at all the Metacritic reviews and this was the best one. Right. So anyway, I'm playing this game and thinking, God, this is like amnesia. I wonder if these have copied off amnesia or it was the other way around and amnesia copied off this or da 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 and I'm thinking, it's so like it, you know, even the the hand looks like the one in amnesia and then the way you open drawers and stuff is the same. And guess who made this game? The people that made Amnesia. <laughs> Correct. And this was this came out about two years or three years before Amnesia came out. So this was mm. their first attempt at that sort of very isolated 
horror experience and it works it is very similar and it is scary and it's kind of clever and but it is very very similar to playing amnesia but not quite as scary it's scary but not and and the same thing the the enemies you don't see very often but you can hear them sometimes and not see them um so they don't always attack you so yeah very i'd I'd definitely recommend it if it goes on sale again or you see it fairly cheaper it's in one what do you reckon it's on steam now for 6.99 so get it that price Uh, recommended i don't know i don't know whether it's worth that i don't know it's good it is good but not 6.99 good i don't know I don't know. It's mm. it's tricky to. Re- it has got some issues. There are some issues. For instance, like there's one. There's a lot of physics space puzzles in it where you have to do stuff. And one of them, he had to put a plank over a collapsing ceiling so you could get across without falling through the floor and dying. Um, but on two occasions, when I was trying to put the plank in place because of the weird physics, it got stuck on something, and then I couldn't move it again, and I couldn't get across. So I had to keep going back to a previous save to do it again. So he did that a couple of times. So it has got some issues. Yeah. Got some issues. But yeah, very much like Amnesia. If an enemy comes in the room, you just have to hide in the corner and hope they don't see you. Oh, right. You can't actually fight. There's no fighting mechanics in this. No. Game. You just have to run or hide. So you do a lot of running around and, and getting out of the way. Sounds great. Yeah, it's, it's very grim again. You know, there's nothing fun about this game. We're so different, Chinny. It does sound great. Yeah, it does sound great. Yeah. I think that sounds great. It's all right. It's all right. I can't say don't buy it because it is kind of cool. It's kind of cool. And then the last thing I've been playing is loads of Left 4 Dead on the PC. And I've been downloading loads of mod maps, which have been brilliant. Honestly to God, I cannot believe the stuff you can get for the PC on on the old maps and campaigns. Um, And yeah, there's there's a website called Left 4 Dead Maps. And basically, it's just modders or programmers or whatever have just made custom campaigns for Left 4 Dead. I'll let you finish whatever it is you're doing there. Custom it's, campaigns, too. Yeah. Uh, and basically, yeah, all it is, is is custom campaigns. And there's like a City 17 one that's set in the Half-Life 2 universe. There's one called I Hate Mountains, where the survivors crash the bus in a utility pole in a dark forest while fleeing, and they must find their way. And they've all got the same. They've all got about five sections to them, and they've got the safe rooms in between. Uh, really impressive. Really, like, impressive. And, like, and they've got one, they've got, like, a Dead Island one. So they've got a homage to Dead Island, and it's all the, you know, the underground section in Dead Island with all the... Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's mostly all of that. Uh, the least, best, the least, and, my and, least favourite bit yeah. in the game. But then it's, it's Left 4 Dead, so it was how can they do it. And they had the, um, you know, the Ramsey Hotel. So there was a big, massive section through all the hotel area and the swimming pool and everything like that, so... Yeah. Very good. Really, I, I mean, I can't believe how professional these like custom campaigns are. You'd just be thinking you'd be playing add-ons that Valve would make. Oh, doing again. What are you doing there? Why are you making some noise? What are you doing? Oh, sorry, Mark. I turned my headphones off. Went for a weird and just returned back. Yeah, right. Okay. I don't know how to mute this bloody thing. Well, don't worry. Don't worry. Let's carry on, but stop. Sorry about that. Stop touching yourself up. Uh, <laughs> Where is he going to take a win? How do you one? know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, have we got right. Wet pennies for me from now on then. All right. Go on. Yeah, so there's there's some really cool stuff on here. And I, again, I, I can't get over how much stuff... <laughs> Sorry again. I can't get over how much stuff is available for this game. And you would, like I say, you would just think these were professional 
campaigns made by Valve or whatever and they're not they're just stuff that people have made to play in the game and there's even like a, there's even the one called Deathcraft and it's a campaign set in a Minecraft universe it's just crazy it's just crazy that is a bit crazy I'm just loving I'm loving the, the PC because you're not just getting the game you're getting that and all this other stuff it's crazy man I tell you I'm loving the PC stuff um, so out of interest right uh, just to let you know this is how much I've spent on Steam on the sale. Uh, oh, this will be interesting. So this is so I've spent right. Okay, I've spent thirty-two pounds altogether. Wow. That's how much I spent, and I'll tell you now what I got for thirty-two pounds. Are you ready? Yep. I got Left for Dead. Left for Dead. Left for Dead Two. Left for Dead Two. Dear Esther. <laughs> Bot- Botanicula. Yep. GTA Vice City. Good call. I, I've, I got you to buy that. You did. You made me. And I, you, you said, I is, it, it. "Is it a good deal?" I was like, "Well, it was. It was only one pound seventy-four. Exactly. Um, <laughs> the longest journey, Sounds which long. is meant to be a cool adventure game. Uh, Terraria, which everybody's loving. So I've not, I've not installed that yet. So I'll be playing that Terraria, which is like um, a cross, a two D Minecraft with enemies and cool stuff from what I can gather. But I haven't played it yet, so I'll talk about that when I played a bit more. Uh, Penumbra Black Plague, Penumbra Requiem, which is the follow-on to that. Plants vs Zombies Game of the Year Edition. Uh, Samarost Two, which is the game that the guys who made Machinarium Botanicula made first, so that's one of their first uh, retail games. Uh, the Dream Machine, which I'm playing with Millie, which is like a, it's almost like a claymation and cardboard point-and-click adventure game. Uh, but that's kind of cool, liking that. And Thief Deadly Shadows, which I have played a bit of that, actually. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I'm liking it. I'm, I'm pretty impressed with it. But I played Thief a long time. In fact, I've still got Thief. Hard, very hard. Not yeah. an easy game to play. Not for a new man. I was, like I was probably about fourteen, fifteen when that came out. Yeah. So, so that's what I got for thirty-two quid. All of those games, which is, I've got to say, pretty impressive. Really, you know, it's not even the cost of a full. Well, it probably is the cost of one full. Re- I'm going to predict. Is he not going to play Master them? I, I predict. Well, I've, yep. I've played and finished the Arrester. I've played a lot of Left 4 Dead on it already. I've. Played about half of Penumbra Black Plague from what I can gather. Um, so, yeah, no, and Botanicular, I'll be playing with Million, the Dream Machine, so I'll be playing those. I reckon I'll play most of these. To be honest. GTA Vice City is probably one that'll sit there forever and I'll play it at some point. Oh, man, so good. I know. But most of these I will definitely be playing, so. I wish I could erase my memory and play that. So, any- yeah, I wish that too. Anyway, we have spent. An hour and a half of the show just talking about... Yeah, let's go. So we need to we need to move on to this week's Indie Pick. Now, normally, as you know, Vlados is here to tell us uh, what she thinks of the Indie she's Pick. She's not here this week. No, she's on... Coincidence. The, she's on vacation with Jew. So I'm not saying, you know, but... Has, and has anyone ever seen Together in Electric Dreams, the film? Yeah, I love that film. Just saying. Together you know in mean? Electric Just saying. Quite song as well. So, you know, sense now, yeah. Yeah, Duke may be having virtual sex with Vlados for all we know. Oh, Stu. Look, just so say it. It. You, you, you Don't spell it out for everyone. You just I'm spelled just, it out there. I'm everyone. just putting it out there, you know. Only what you meant. You know. And, you know, Jason Golliher might be getting very jealous at this point. You know, Why, does he love Duke? Oh, uh, no, no, he loves Vlados. All right. He may love Duke as well. Who knows? You know, love Duke. You may love them. That way. May love, love them both equally. I don't know. Oh, a little bit. So yes, we had Super Amazing Wagon Adventure. I think that's what it was called. Is that correct? Super yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, Super Amazing Wagon Adventure. So 
Chinny, what did yep. you think? Nope. What? 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 It was good. This good. What's the matter with you? There's, that's the thing about opinions. <laughs> that's right. Them. Only mine is right. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what, okay. I'll confess. Oh, yeah, I just. Bit. I mean, it's kind of funny, I suppose, but I, I, I just didn't really like it. I don't, it's hard for me to like an indie game, Stu. Really difficult for me to like an indie game. talking of hard, I thought it was hard to play. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's pretty hard, but I suppose it's funny. Um, most indie games are a joke, like, like a joke. I'm not, I'm not saying like an insult. I mean, like they have a joke um, and they run with it, and this one did. Uh, and it was funny. It was pretty funny. Uh, but as a game... Uh, you know, it, it kind of you play the demo and you got what you needed to get out of it. it it's fun, but I'm never going to buy it ever. No, I'm with you. I sort of enjoyed it. It's an idea. It's a very small idea. That's funny. That's you know interesting, I guess. But that's it. Nothing more. So what what did you think, uh, Gary? Well, I I kind of I liked it, but it reminded me of being six years old again. I think that's why I liked it. Even my wife came in and said, I used to play games like this when I was about 15. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, the sound, the music was great. Um, really cool tunes. Um, it was quirky, but I, I bought it, actually, because I thought, well, I had fun for the 10 minutes I was playing it, even though I've never bought an indie game before, because they are all crap. But this one was, was okay. But um, I think I'm at a disadvantage because I'd just taken my morphine about 30 minutes beforehand, so I would have loved anything. <laughs> really, in fact, this game would be probably kind of cool if you were high. Yeah, uh, I have to say that. That's why I, I thought, yeah, 80 points, sure you can have that. It's brilliant, <laughs> but I don't think I'm ever going to play it again, to be honest with you. And yeah. uh, unless I take morphine, which I probably will. I've got to say, I played the demo quite a bit, and each time I got a little bit further. So I kind of like the fact that you can learn. Your mistakes, you'll know, learn from your mistakes and not do it again, you know, to get a bit further into the game. So I got to the bit which was a bit like Frogger with crocodiles going across yeah. a river. Also, um, it changes. I don't know if you noticed that, but the bits of story changes, the the writing on the screen changes. Mm. Uh, it gives you, like, the option to go for the ford or jump for the canyon. The outcome changes each time you play it. So, um, turns yeah. into a twin stick shooter at one point, and also yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that. I like the the sort of the different styles of play as well. I like the fact that they were sort of had this framework to link it all together, and then I had different game modes, if you will. I liked all that. I thought yeah. it was kind of cool. I like ten minutes and eighty points. It's harmless, isn't it? Yeah, I think kids would like it. You know, if they if they wanted a bit of a challenge, I don't think so. Kids like Halo and Modern <laughs> yeah, I think kids I, would yeah. hate it. Yeah. I oh, I did play. Uh, I did play that uh, Tony Hawk thing as well. Oh, God, I've heard that. What's it like? Awful, I've heard. Shite. Yeah. See, I'll, I'm too scared to go back. I loved it in a day. Well, Tony Hawk is done. Yeah, done. I don't want to go but back. People, people who like the Tony Hawk games have liked it, so mm. maybe... I didn't really get into them. I played Tony Hawk 1 on the Dreamcast. Um, I didn't really get into it that much. Did you skate for real? No. No. So I was skating right at the time that I was playing them, so I loved it. In the oh, you, you'll probably like it then. You'll be all right. No, I didn't. I love skate. Skate had the physics spot on, and I don't think I could ever go back to any hawks. It was too arcadey, wasn't it? Compared to skate, I don't know if you ever played skate. I did play skate. Uh, that was too hard for me. Oh, that was so precise. It was, it was brilliant. Really, really good. It felt like skateboarding. Tony Hawks didn't. 
Anyway, indie games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's worth a look. Look, if you want to play something a bit different, you know, it's worth a look. It's not going to be everyone's cup of tea, but, you know, it's not terrible. Give the trial a go, it's fine. Yeah, fun. exactly. Yeah, you'll love so it. So, say the name of the game again. Uh, Super Amazing Wagon Adventure, I think it is. Like a it? shmup twin stick shooter with a funny... With twist. a frogger and interested in funny dialogue. You know, that's that's what I reckon. That's what I reckon. Right, we've only got, we're only going to talk about two things in the middle of the show because obviously we're going to fast run out of time as we spent so long talking about what we've been playing. But it's all about games, so that's absolutely fine. You know, no problems with that. Um, so yes, we're gonna we're gonna talk about um, first of all we're gonna talk a little bit about Phil Fish. Okay. Okay. Because there's been a lot of controversy in the last week or so because there's a problem with Fez where. Basically, Phil Fish released, or Polytron, I guess if we're not going to say it as him, but Polytron released a patch to fix lots of things that were wrong with the game. Okay. Then withdrew the patch because there was an issue with the patch that made less than, it was just just under 1% of players' game save files corrupted. So some people had maybe nearly finished the game and then when after they'd installed the patch, they could no longer access the save file and it was knackered. So they'd, all those hours they've spent playing the game were gone. Okay. Okay. Then they re-released the patch because Phil Fish basically said that they couldn't do a new patch because it would cost too much. Um... It would cost too much to release it. So basically, they were saying that Microsoft charges too much to fix the game, basically. And uh, I guess Duke would be proud of me, you know, because to me, you know, he's sort of saying because it affects only what less than one percent of people playing the game, then it sort of doesn't matter, and it is what it is. And he's not prepared to spend any of the profits from the game to fix the game, if you will. Now. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, as Duke would say, it's like the um, the formula from Fight Club. So you take the number of vehicles, A, multiply it by the rate of failure, B, and multiply it by the average out of court settlement, C. And if A times B times C equals X, and if X is less than the cost of a recall, we don't bother doing it. I and mean, this is a bit like this, so he's not going to bother doing the... That was very good. Did you read that? No, I just <laughs> remembered it. Because I listened to Duke say it every week on the show. Of course I wouldn't I read anything think... like that. I think you read that. Anyway, um, I'm uh, look, yeah, well, anyway, listen, listen, so, I can tell what he's reading. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it was very good though, wasn't it? Uh, but anyway, so this is the thing. So Phil Fish, in Phil Fish's head, it's like less than one percent of the people playing the game, so it doesn't matter, and they'll just have to start playing the game again. Because apparently, do we, you know, can start do we know how much it is? About ten thousand dollars, apparently. Fuck off! Yeah, to do a patch. Yeah. You are joking. Yeah, it's about ten thousand dollars for city. Oh man, I'm on his side. Well. I'm on his side. Yeah. Right, look well, at it like this, though, right? Sorry to interrupt I'm on his you. side. What percent? Okay. Like, bollocks. So 100,000 people bought the game. Yeah. What do you say? 1%? Yeah. So that's what? 1,000 people? Is that right? Yeah. Yep. So that's a yeah. amount. Yeah. 1,000 yeah. people My are affected by that. Yeah. All right. You don't know how much he needs the money. Maybe he took out a big loan to make the <laughs> game. Yeah, but, but there's only him... And potentially a couple of other dudes Maybe did the Jonathan, Jonathan Blow took out a massive loan. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, but he sold 100,000 copies at £7 a pop, right? Which is £700,000. How long has he been making this game? 
You know, but, 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 but seven hundred. Would you like to earn seven hundred thousand pounds in five years? Yeah, but Microsoft's probably taking what of bills. Microsoft take thirty percent. Thirty percent. So yeah. still five hundred thousand pounds he's made. For he's five. got a lot of bills. How many people? No, but how many people earn a hundred grand a year? I, 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 ten thousand pounds for a patch. That's a lot of money. Well, yeah, but he's got to bite the bullet, hasn't he? And otherwise, he's got a broken product. He's got to bite the bullet for that, surely. I don't know. He's got to go, do you know what? I've got to take it on the chin and put my money there and do this. Right, well, anyway. He's so, not valve, though, is he? But no, he's got, but... Does right. he have the choice, though? He could say, no, I don't have to. And well, that's what he's done. He's basically... Li- yeah, but then he's, now he's got to live with his reputation as a bit of a yeah, dick. Yeah, and how much... You know, he's already seen as a bit of a dick already, and this just compounds the fact that he's a bit of a dick, doesn't he? Now... Would you pay ten grand? Would you? Would you do that? Listen, listen now. Microsoft has responded. What is the question? True politicians. Let me let me just get <laughs> to this. I think if I'd made five hundred thousand pounds and the product was broken for a thousand people, they they should, in my opinion, be able to demand the money back. And they well, should. What, have to... You should offer that then. Yeah, it's only at the end of the game, isn't it? So out of the well, that's that's it, power, though, like Microsoft aren't going to give them their money back. Yeah, but they should do. Should I mean, do. He that, should say, okay, write to me personally. If you, if you, oh, right, sure. Let me put this to you, Chinny, right? If you bought a product from a shop and it was broken, what would you do? Well, in this case, right, it's a game save. So I'll just start a new game. Now, here's, a, here's the thing. If he gave everyone the money back, it would cost him less than the patch. <laughs> it would be £7,000 to give everybody the money back. Well, do that then. You know. But only if they can prove that they've got to the end of the game yeah, and, and okay. been affected by it. No, apparently it isn't. From what I can, I'm not entirely sure, but I just I think it's just a corrupted save file. But what they, I think what they were trying to say was, if you're near the end of the game, it's even worse because I oh, spent right. all that time playing the game. So I think it's corrupted wherever you are. You know what I do? Don't bother playing it. That's what I do. <laughs> Don't bother playing. Because I didn't think it was a very good game anyway. Didn't you? I loved it. No, I, I, it didn't stick with me at all. I just like play it. I was like, yeah, it's interesting idea, but but nah. anyway, this is the thing. So let me come to this, right? So obviously, you know, Phil Fish in his normal dickish way has been calling out Microsoft and saying it's their fault and it's not his fault because he charged too much and it's exorbitant and all this stuff and that's the reason it's not been patched. It's not. He's sort of abdicated all responsibility for this and said it's nothing to do with him. If Microsoft charged less, then he would have done it, right? While Microsoft, and this is really unlike them, has actually responded to this uh, to deny any responsibility back at the developer, saying that they did offer to work with Trapdoor, uh, Polytron's investor, on the matter of update fees, but didn't fail to reach an agreement. So Polytron and their investor, Trapdoor, made the decision not to work on an additional title update for Fez. Uh, Microsoft Studios chose to support this decision based on the belief that Polytron Trapdoor were in the best position to determine what the acceptable quality level is for their game. You know, so that's what they're saying. While we do not disclose the cost of title updates, we did offer to work with Trapdoor to make sure that this wasn't blocking the issue. We remain huge fans of Fez. Yeah, but you can't take their word for it, can you? No, but I think it's interesting that Microsoft have actually come out and gone, well, actually, we, we offered to do cut them a deal. And... Yeah, but that's them saying that. Yeah, but why would they, well, why would they say? Because ultimately, it's not... Good for a good image. Yeah, but you can't, if they've, if they've, you know, they can't, they couldn't make this up. They couldn't go, well, actually, we're just pretending we had a chat with them to say that we could come to a compromise agreement. No, they couldn't, because Phil Fisher turned around and go, that's a load of bollocks, and that never happened. And that's what he would be doing. Well, he could. Yeah, but he obviously hasn't done, has he? 
Otherwise, you know, he would have been doing that, and obviously that has happened. All I'm saying is don't take their word for gospel. Well, you know, like, so what? Straight from Microsoft. So? So why would they say, what would they be the... Talk, like, saying being in talks with him doesn't mean that they're trying to compromise the price. Well, they're saying they did. They're saying that they did. You know, they're not saying it explicitly, but they're in... You know, they're in... Yeah, well, no, yeah. I think that, that can mean a lot of things. You know... Well, just the cost of a title. We did offer to work with. They Trump. could say, oh, "All right, give, we'll give you, we'll take thirty-five percent of what it made." Then. Yeah, but ultimately, right? Okay, let me put it to you another way, right? So, uh, Phil Fish and Polytron have released a broken game to a certain percentage of people, even if it's only one percent. Yeah, thousand people, right? So, who does the blame lay with to fix it? Him, exactly. So he, he, in my opinion, regardless of the cost, should be fixing that game. He should not be going, well, but, shit for you, thousand people, whatever, I don't care. But that is a lot of money. It is a lot of money, but he's making a lot of money as well. But you don't know his financial situation. Yeah, but... That's I'll, irrelevant though, isn't it? It is irrelevant. He's made £500,000. What is he? Half a million. And it must be more than that now. We don't know exactly how many he's sold, but it'll probably be well over 100000 What if he literally can't afford it? What if he hasn't got it? Yeah, but that's bollocks. I think he, he definitely can afford then it. Then he should go out in the street corner and sell should, his ass to pay for Yeah, he should do, yeah, for sure. He should be selling off his ass, man. I'm also just crack playing, or some shit. Just, I'm just kind of like playing devil's advocate. I'm just thinking, like, why wouldn't he do it? Why wouldn't he do it? I mean, he could be just a tight bastard. I totally agree. Well, he, he comes, I mean, everything I've seen of him... I haven't seen anything of him. Including in the game, like, the movie, he is a dick. Why right. is his dick so much? Why? I have no idea, right? If you see some of the stuff he comes out with on that film, right, he is so on the edge all the time. He is proper, like, angry at everything. Well, maybe I've got to watch the film, then, because I don't really know the guy. Is so, he, like, you know, maybe, maybe I know a lot of people that would do the same. Yeah, I know you agree, but when you've made that it's amount business, of... It's a business decision. People have... To, like, I think there's, like, people that have, like, a business mind, and people have, have like, a, a like more of a... A moral kind of mind, a moral minded mind, where they care about what people think, and other people just think, look at the numbers and go, Psh, whatever, not yep. doing. It. You're right, absolutely. My brother's like that. He's a manager, and he. Oh, can make I'm sorry. So many people, if, and I, I could never do it. The moral. If Duke was here, it'd be A times B times C equals X, and if X is less than the cost of a recall, we don't do one. And in in Phil Fishy's case, he's probably thinking, well, if the damage to his reputation is less than what he thinks he's going to make in money in the future by developing games and selling yeah, them, it's a business he, decision. He's, he's looking okay. at numbers. He's looking at numbers, mate, and he's going, forget that. It's not worth it. My my mate Matt, he would do exactly the same thing. He would look at that and go, ten grand to fix it. 1,000 people affected, fuck them. That's what he yeah, did. But you see, do you know, but that, that's fine. That's fine. But for every one unhappy customer, you have to make 10 other customers happy yeah, to counteract right. it. I think he's done that. And, and I think, you know, in his position, right, If in a normal business, right, say you, you corner shop on the street corner, right, and someone gets a sh- shitty service there, and then they tell their friends, and their friends tell their friends, and their friends tell their friends. This is a completely different ballgame. When you're on the internet, and there's Twitter, and Facebook, and blogs, and comments, yeah. well, you gotta, or G... Well, Stu, I don't I, like. I'm not saying this is a very smart move. All right, I don't think I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not. I'm not completely siding with him. I'm giving him like a bit of the benefit of the doubt. But this is probably. It's hard to tell how damaging this is for him. It's hard to tell how how this is going to affect him in the future. Uh, you got to add to the account of how many people who bought Fez give a shit who Phil Fish is, right? 
and will remember him uh, and will uh, know him in the next but, game. You, that, there's a lot of people like that. You can't, you can't disagree no, with that. No, I don't, I don't disagree with you, but I also feel like this guy just walks around in this oblivious bubble to everything he does and says. I mean, he said all the stuff about the Japanese game industry. Well, he wasn't wrong there, mate. <laughs> but he's the way he says it. He's almost That's like... I started to like him, I think. You know, he said all of that stuff. Then you've got to be careful. Yeah, he's, he's, he's very, he's he's very silly to say things like that in public, like like no. to to a to a, a Japanese press. Well, uh, I mean, he, he seems to have no sort of tact whatsoever. He's completely unself-aware. He has no. I, 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 if I was him, right, and I'd been on Indie Game the movie, then I sat and watched the film. I'd just be thinking, "What the fuck were I thinking?" Maybe he's got Asperger's. I have no idea. I mean, maybe, when he, maybe when he, it's Peter Molyneux's son. I don't know, but when he... I reckon if the internet was around when Peter Molyneux was young, this is probably what Peter Molyneux would be like. Well, when he, I mean, when he talks about his ex-partner in the film, and he, he is pretty cutting about him, you know, and he does say a lot of not very nice things. I would just be thinking, what, why am I saying all that stuff? Why am, I say, why am I doing that? Because it's like, it's great entertainment, you know, seeing this guy almost like crack up and sort of, you know... How old is he? Stupid. Uh, I would say he's probably about 25. He's young. Yeah, he's not very old. He's stupid. Yeah, he's got a lot to learn. Yeah, he's bad, yeah. he's stupid he's shit bad editing. Yeah. But I think he's so far up his own ass in some respects that he just doesn't see it. He just doesn't see it. Because, like, you know, you know, when people are, like, 16 and stuff, and, you know, they say things that they really will change their mind in 10 years or so. Hmm. Maybe he's that, he's, that, he's that kind of mind at the moment. I, I mean, he's 25. Know. He's a little bit older than that. He should know better. But maybe in ten years he will look back and go, "I was a complete dick." I don't know. I don't know whether he ever will because I don't think. Oh, he might not. No, I don't think he's that sort of person who would ever admit to being a dick. Maybe not. You know, he is just. I don't know. He's just so. I don't know. I just think. I think he should bite the bullet and sort out the patch. That's what I think he should. But he won't. No, he won't. I don't think he's looking at that number. And he's going, ten grand? You're joking. Forget it. But even, looks... if, even if it had come... It's even the way... Like, even if it had come out right, instead of going, look, you know, I think it's a bit exorbitant, you know, what Microsoft charged for a patch and all that, but I'm going to reinvest this money in the next game I'm making, which everyone's going to love, so I'm going to use it wisely, and even though I'm not going to put out this patch now, that £10,000 going to go to, to my next game and what have you, and you'll all be reaping that, and, you know, it'll help me make sure that the next game comes out on time and all this kind of stuff. He's not even done any of that. It's just like, it's too expensive, bastards. What he <laughs> should do is offer the thousand people the next game for free. Yeah, even anything like that, you know, even if he came up with some sort of compromise agreement. Do you know what I mean? And said, look, you know, I know a thousand people. If you send me an email or give me your details on the website or on the Facebook or whatever, and you can prove that you've had the problem by filming it or sending a photograph of your screen or whatever with it crashed or whatever, I'll give you my next game for free. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That That'd sounds like fun. a lot more effort than it's worth, to be honest. No, I agree. I agree. But Better it, than 10 grand. Yeah, he needs, some, he needs to do some sort even, even of... Is, is it though, Gary? That's a lot of time. What about what about if he gave, what about if he gave them all the soundtrack for free? Do you know oh, what I mean? You know, mate. They probably give that away. <laughs> no, but <laughs> no, that for nothing. Even like a token, a token thing like that would probably satisfy eighty percent of people. It wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't go. It, people would just say that's not enough. That's all. That's all that would do. No, it um, would. 
It would, but I still think it would appease. Sub- you got to you got to look at what this kind of decision, what, what kind of person makes these decisions. Uh, I watched a program where you know these are the undercover bosses and stuff. You know, you know these programs on the TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's one recently about Paddy Power. You know, the betting office, uh, and the guy uh, worked at the kind of like the the off the the, the the actual street shops uh, where they took the, the bookings and stuff. And they talk about robberies. And to him, a robbery is a number on a page. And he goes, how many robberies have we had this month? Right, how much do we lose? Whatever. It's the same thing you talk about in Fight Club. That, that's, that's that kind of person. He's got that. He's like, right, 1%, file corrupt, 10 grand to fix it. Forget it. Like, yeah. he just, he doesn't, look, no matter what you do, Stu, you can argue it to the hills. What about the people? He's got to justify it. He doesn't see it that way. He's seen it from a completely different angle oh yeah we'll never see it that way and you'll you'll have a hard time convincing him no because he all he sees is that he, he, he looks just at sees a number balance, he just yes, sees a number his money and he's like that is my money forget it one percent no chance i've done a patch the patch wasn't right i'm not doing another one 99 i mean he's a, it's a pretty good percentage but no it's not 100 but and i imagine it's not easy to do um which isn't me kind of trying to back him up or anything, but... Well, do you know, just control left, control G. Yeah, I think it is. I think <laughs> copy and paste. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I agree. It's just like, yeah. He does sound a bit of a dick, though. No. He can sleep at night. No. I'm sure we just, mate, with half a minute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because it's oh. Microsoft's fault, not his. <laughs> you know. He's just, you know. But I wouldn't take what Microsoft said... Like, I, I, you know, as the Bible. Because... No, they're, they're like protecting it, their own arse as well. Yeah, it, why didn't they just go, and, oh, we offered him a lower price? Why didn't they just say that? Because they didn't. Hmm. They yeah. probably didn't. They said, we'll take, a pot, we'll take a higher percentage of what you've earned. No, oh, yeah, yeah. From now on. You know, they could take a 5% extra of what they earned from now on, right? And they could make a lot more than 10 grand. You don't know. You don't know what they say. Yeah. Yeah, I so, don't know. It is unusual for them to comment on like that. It is. That's what I thought. They don't usually do that. Yeah. But maybe they didn't want to look like the dicks. But apparently, I'm just trying to figure out how old he is. Apparently, on the, I'm looking on Giant Bomb here. Apparently, they think he's 18. He's 18. He looks about 38. He's, he's got to be older than 18. But then someone else has put no, he's he's about twenty three, twenty four. So I yeah, sounds like a young guy. He's gonna say he's gonna he's saying a lot of things and he's gonna regret. he's gonna go five hundred thousand pounds, seven hundred thousand dollars. You're joking, ten thousand dollars that it ain't going nowhere, mate. Okay, he's going on all day. And he, he, I reckon he will. I reckon in ten years he will look at that film and he'll go, oh, what a dick. Yeah, what yeah. a dick. I, I was. think he probably will. Okay. I do it every day. We better. Yeah, and apparently, I slur my words a lot as well. But yeah, I do. So yeah, that's because yeah, you drunk, do that. Really, you pretend you don't drink, but really, you're drunk all the time. Um, um, moving on. Yeah, the last thing I want to talk about uh, before we do emails, and we've only got a couple of emails. But before we do that, um, I was having a conversation at work the other day, and I thought we'd have a chat about this. You're fired. No. What <laughs> if if you got up tomorrow morning, right? You got out of bed, right, and it was a nice sunny day. Yeah. And you looked out the window, and there was a zombie ripping the face off your next-door neighbour, right? So, the apocalypse has happened, right? What would you do? Really, what would you do? I would 
probably go into the fetal position, cry, then kill myself. Is that oh, is mate. that really what you would do? You would you? Nah, I'd probably go to a safe house, take my. No, whoa, 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 whoa! We're in the real world. In where you live, okay, no, my so, house is my safe house. That's what I mean. So imagine where you are now, right? Yeah. And you look outside, and the zombies shuffling about. Like, let's let's pretend they're slow ones, so they're not going to run after you and chew you up and sort of you know catch you really quickly. They're, they're just a shuffling type, yeah. Mm. Your family's gone, so you're all on your own. You know they're shuffling around outside as well, right? So it's just you in the house on your own. How would you survive? So what would you do? What would be the first thing you did? Drink all the Red Bull I've got stashed in the fridge. Okay, so you drink the Red Bull. That's gone. Then what would you do? Piss, probably. <laughs> always yeah. happens, yeah. <laughs> so you've got your food, so you've got a bit of food in the fridge and maybe some in the freezer, but the electric's off, obviously, because, you know, no one's oh, working anymore. Oh, well, I'm buggered. I probably would kill myself if I had no electricity. <laughs> Honestly, my I'm such a gadget fiend. I'd be fucked. Yeah, yeah. So what yeah. are you So the electric's off. You're not very good at this game so far, are you? Uh, oh, oh, what, would, what would you do? Yeah, you? come on, let's hear well, What would you you see, what I think I would do, right, first of all, I'd obviously, you'd need some sort of weapon, wouldn't you? You know, that would be the first thing That's to get. That's a start, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the first thing you need to get sorted, because you're going to have to go outside, aren't you, and get stuff. Yeah. Because whatever you've got in your house ain't going to last. And in the UK, guns aren't that easy to get. No. No. Uh, second thing I would do, because presumably the, the water supply is going to go off at some point in the near future. Because well, the internet yeah. is more important, let's face it. Yeah, but that's gone yeah. already. The electric's off, so that's all gone. Uh, so well, I'm fucked. I was going to shit already. And we're going to watch YouTube. So what I would probably do is dig a latrine in my back garden. <laughs> you know, ready, ready for the toilet. So how would you do this? Not because there's zombies everywhere. No, no, because in your back, I've got a fence around my, my back garden. So, as, you know, as long as he hasn't climbed over, I'd be okay. We've got, like, you know, a six-foot fence. So I'd be fairly protected. What are the okay. nine-foot climbing zombies? Well, maybe, but, well, you know. Yeah, but you, you wouldn't, as long as you make, you wouldn't make a lot of noise. No, know. I'd be quiet. You know, I'd go out, I'd get my shovel out of the shed, and I'd dig myself a latrine. Because that's important, because, you know, the last thing you want to do is get ill, isn't it? You know what I mean? And th- where else would you go? Because if your toilet's not working, you're going to have to go somewhere for a dump and weeds and all that kind of stuff, aren't you? What, so you'd, you'd travel back and forth to the outside for a dump, even yeah, in the middle of the night? What, what else could you do? Well, shit your pants, cry. <laughs> no, but you're not going to, are you? You're not going to. So that's the first, so first thing I'd do is get a toilet sorted out in my garden, right? And I'd have a look around the house to see what sort of weapon I could make. For instance, I could get a kitchen knife and I would probably tape it uh, to a broom handle, <laughs> you know, to make like a lance type sort of weapon, right? Yeah. The next thing I'd do, right, and, and my mate at work gave me this idea. This was one of his ideas, so I'm not going to claim it for my own. Because... You work hard, do you, Stu? Yeah, right. Yeah. Get a gaffer tape, right? And wrap all your arms up and your neck and everything in gaffer tape. Yes, you can move really fast. Brilliant. No, no, no. So you can't get bitten. Yeah. Right? That's important, right? And, and it was interesting because he made this point. He said, when you watch zombie films or zombie programs, why the hell are they walking around in, in shirts and T-shirts and shorts and stuff? exposing bits of flesh to be chewed on. The, the, you know, you would, you would put some sort of mask on, you would tape up your arms and legs or whatever, right? So I'd, that, that would be my first sorte out, right? You can tell I've thought about this a lot, can't you? Yeah. yeah. Then, obviously, I've got enough petrol in my car, so the next place I would go, right, is near to us, probably about three, four miles away, there's a motorbike shop, right? And I would go there, right, and get a motorbike. 
Because, obviously, motorbikes do more miles to the gallon than a car. So, obviously, I'd be able to get further on the motorbike behind. Oh, yeah, I'd be fucked in my car, yeah. Right? And, right, I would pick up a full leather motorbike suit. You know, like... Ah, bike that's suit. a good idea. Because, obviously, you can't keep gaffer tape on forever, can you? Right. All right, well, let me throw this into the equation. Yeah, go on. So where, where are you going to get this suit from? Well, this leather... From the motorbike shop, because obviously I'm going to the motorbike Okay, motor... so you go to the motorbike shop, yeah. and there's a gang of civilians there that are survivors, and they won't let you in. Yeah, you see, this is this is where it becomes a problem, because the other thing, you know, he like my mate said, oh, I would just get in my attic with all my stuff and stay there. And I said, yeah, but what happens when your food runs out? He's like, well, I'll go and get some more. I said, yeah, but by that time... Any other survivors have probably taken all the food from all the local supermarkets, and it's probably all gone. So, what are you going to do then? You see, and there's, you see, you've got to think about all this stuff, haven't People you? People are your biggest enemy, mate. Not the yeah, same. no, I agree. I think. Yeah, that's true. But you see, not everyone. So, I'd get that's what that's my next step. I would get to that motorbike shop, and I would get some levers and a, and a motorbike to use. You know, that's what I would be aiming for. And then, and then, obviously, I take him there. So, what would you do, Chini? How would you survive? In, you know, imagine your local area. What would you do? Yeah. What would I do? What I would do is, um, well, have you seen that documentary, Shaun of the Dead? I have. Right. <laughs> it's uh, a documentary that. There's a section in that documentary where they all pretend to be zombies. Yeah. To get through the crows. So, any time like a zombie would burst in, right? I just kind of like I'll be covered in blood that I've found. <laughs> All right, and rip my clothes up, and I was like, oh, well, I just pretend to be one of them, and they walk in, and go, oh, he's, he's a zombie, All right, fine, no worries, and then just move on, and then just carry on with doing whatever I'm doing. Mm, so that's that will be your trick for Yeah, something. because if they, they did that in Shaun of the Dead, I was like, why don't they just do that all the time until they get safe? Yeah. That confused yeah. me. Yeah, I guess that would be a good case. So, so what would you... I, I always thought, like, for a post-apocalyptic world... Yeah. A football stadium would, would be a pretty safe place. How? You lock it all down. Yeah. I, always, I just always imagine in a post-apocalyptic world, like a football stadium being like a little village. Yeah, I've got to see what you mean. I guess, but we're, you've got to think about how you're going to get supplies. And also, this is the other thing I thought about, right? Say the water goes off, yeah? So all the water's gone off because obviously the the pumps aren't working and the water processing plants have all shut down and everything because there's no electricity to pump water and stuff, right? Where would we really... I mean, in in our country, where the hell would we get drinking water from if all the bottled stuff's gone as well? You met your own filters. Yeah, but you'd have to, wouldn't you? Because, like, you know... It's not like Austria where you, there's sort of springs coming out of the ground everywhere or wells. And so we haven't got any wells or springs near where we live. I would drive to Austria. Yeah, drive to Austria. But well, seriously, I mean, when you think about it, if there really was a zombie apocalypse, it would be very, very, very difficult to survive it. Yeah, I think I'd pretty much give up straight away. Yeah. As long as my <laughs> yeah. dog didn't get eaten in front of me, I'd be cool. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck this, man. This is yeah, I can't be dealing with this. I've got books I haven't even finished yet. I've got a f- I'll try and play The Witcher too, because I haven't seen the end of that yet. <laughs> it really annoys me that I'll die before I get to finish that, so... But yeah, I mean, when we were talking about it the other day, we were like, you know, it would be proper crazy if you had to survive. It'd be very difficult. It yeah. would be very, very difficult because there'd be so many things. You you know, it's easy when you're playing Left 4 Dead or you're playing, you know, even The Walking Dead and watching it and stuff. But in a real life world... They don't address the whole... I haven't watched The Walking Dead, but I, they don't address the whole toilet problem. No, that, really. no. Uh, I've never seen anyone out there building a... What do you say? A portable... A latrine. 
Yeah. They should make a program like that where you you like you have to deal with these problems like where well the hell am I'll I gonna come shit? on to my next point, right? Because oh, I, because the more I thought about this, the more I thought how cool and you're gonna laugh at me now and go, it's the stupidest idea you've ever Never. But how cool would it be if there was an iPad or an iPhone game, right? Which sort of replicated the so I mean we've got DayZ, right, which does its stuff and is cool. But what Those if you had a, a, the a more real sort of one and it was based on Google Maps in your area and it had all the sort of, you know, points of interest like supermarkets and motorbike shops or whatever it may be, all mapped out on there. And also, you you could utilize, you know, the you know the the augmented reality thing, and and you know it would say there's whatever at this location, and you had to go to it. And when you look through the camera on your iPad, it was actually there on, and you you know you press on it to pick it up or whatever, and bring it back to your house. You're right, Steve. That is a very stupid idea. Because you'd just be this maniac. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, this would be shopping market. So, <laughs> Listen, right. So even more so, it would have algorithms built in, so it would work out how you know you could sort of set the game going, and it would work in real time, you know, from the infection or whatever. And then it would be like, how long is it since you left your house? If you don't, you'd leave be wondering. Yourself. You'd be wondering in strangers' houses, going, I need, I need to buy <laughs> you fucking a hammer. I need to get out my house, you maniac. Take a dump. But come yeah. on. I think you have too much time at work. How cool would that be? Yes. A I think the real issue is zombie you need simulation to game. work more. Come on, zombie simulation game, man. It'd be cool. Now, to be fair, I've only been thinking this, about this at home. I've even jotted down a few ideas. <laughs> if, I, if I had any, if I had any programming... That survival guide. If I had any programming, I'd say, I would be making this game because I think it would be very cool. You need you to read to... that survival guide book. That's what you need to do. Yeah. Have you heard of that, Stu? Zombie survival guide. I have it now. It's a real like, book. It's a yeah. real book, and the sequel is called... Uh... I'm dead. <laughs> no. Day's Day, I think it is. <laughs> I didn't, it didn't work. I died. Um... The sequel to the book. There's a, there's a book called Zombie Survival Guide, and there's loads of tips in there of what you should read. It's like a guide to a zombie apocalypse, right? Yeah. Um, and there's things in there like, okay, so you have a dog... And you have a baby. Which one do you save? Yeah. Dog. Every time I hate babies. Right, because because the baby makes noise. It cries and it'll attract oh, the But dogs bark. Yeah, but the dogs are cool. Right. Uh, <laughs> and it can, like, fight zombies. A baby's what, gonna... what happens if it's one of those little yappy toy poodles? Well, they, they, they fight more than the big dog, right? Yeah, um, you hate about that. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that, that's what that book's for. What like. happens if it's attached to Jordan in a handbag? No one cares. Right, so the, the sequel Ooh, what, what? is called uh, Daisy. Now, Daisy, I don't know if you've noticed, is the same name as the mod on our two yeah, called yeah. Daisy. I thought you were joking when you said that. No, no, no. The, 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 the Daisy mod took its name from the mm-hmm. book mm-hmm. called Daisy, and now they're going to make a film called Daisy based on the sequel to the Zombie Survival Guide starring Mr. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Is this for real? Yes. I'm guessing it yeah. is. I'm guessing it is. Jeez. See, that's going to be cool, right? But You should read that zombie survival. But I think it should be real. You know, these, there's all these zombie games, but they're just not realistic, are they? And I think they should make more... No, what? It's not fun. No, but I, I, look, right, there are people who play games where you drive trains. Yeah, I know. 
they're not exactly but, exactly right. If if someone did a game on the iPad or the iPhone where it used augmented reality, why would it have to be on the why can't they make a well, because you have to it'd have to utilize Google Maps and stuff to why? work. Why? Why? That's just a rule that you've made up. Yes, no, he'd have to use your GPS to do it. So he'd have to why? have a, I think it's just rules a, that you've made up on Android as well. Why does it have to do it's that? Why can't it just make? Why can't it just make a fake world that you look? Stop? My pretend game can be on whatever I want it to on. It's my idea. Fuck that. Your game won't sell shit. I think it would. I think it would. If it was on Android and on mobile devices that are GPS enabled. If it's on Android, it ain't going to sell shit on either. Well, they get pirated. Um, (laughs) But yeah, you know what I mean? It'd be cool. It would be cool. And it would have algorithms. And it would show on the overlay. Listen. I don't think that would work. On the overlay, on the Google Maps, it it could have concentrations of where the zombies are and where you're at, what areas you have to. That on PSN is called the Last Guy. No, but that isn't the same thing at all. <laughs> it's similar, and it uses Google Maps, and that's similar. what it's similar. <laughs> it's not the same thing at all. It's, it's similar. Thing. It's pretend. It's this same. will be like you doing the stuff in the real world, but I don't think pretend. you running around with an iPad, holding it up to some fucking checkout girl in Asda, going, "Shit, you're a fucking zombie!" <laughs> <laughs> Shooting her and stuff. You, like, you'd probably get arrested. Oh, this is, no, no, no. This would have to finding <laughs> stuff. So it'd be like, a, it'd be like a, a bit of geocaching in there, if you will. Oh, Jesus Christ. You've lost <laughs> me now. <laughs> Go back to this zombie... I, I knew you'd get there in the end. Thing. Anyway, I think it'd be cool, anyway. <laughs> it's crossing gaming into the real world, which is something I don't want to do. They say, I'd love that. I think that'd be real. What, a like zombie it- apocalypse? No, I pretend oh. on your iPad or oh, all right, that's okay. or whatever. But it would use all like algorithms to work out how many survivors there were and how much food they'd taken and how much would be left if you went to somewhere where there should be some food and stuff like that. You know, it'd have lots of stuff going on. I don't think I've never really out. thought about this. I have. I, really. I think if you make a fake world on an island and you have to think about all these things. No, but people have looked. How popular is DayZ? If they made like a mobile, I'm saying, oh, I'm saying do that, but on a console or like do it properly, like a standalone game. I think they should do it on a mobile device. You have to think about everything. You have to think about where you poo. You have to think yeah. about water. See what happens when but, the like, pumping. It's a third-person game where you walk around. Yeah. So then you get your bottled water. What happens when the bottled water runs out? Then what do you do? Do you dig a well? Do you start, you know, uh, boiling the river water? Where, where's the nearest river to where you live? Filter it through rocks. What yeah, yeah, it's cool. I, you see, I think that would be. Yeah, cool. but you're talking about running around with a fucking iPad. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool as well. It's embarrassing enough taking you. your iPad out, take a photo. Yeah, that is true. It looks yeah. way too big. For I that. went to a wedding recently, and people were filming it on their iPads. It looks like they're holding up billboards. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was football players like something up or something. Oh, that's brilliant. And the group, please, thank you for the best man. Thank you. That's so awesome. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's time for emails on that point. You see, you're just poo-pooing all my cool ideas. Yeah, it's cool, isn't you it? don't think running around with an iPad is a fucking bad idea. Oh, it's a cool idea. <laughs> you, you come across some gangsters on the augmented reality thing that look like zombies. They go, oh, why are they nicking my iPad? Because in real oh. life, they oh. nicked your iPod. Some little chav kids. Just, just on me, it's cool, right? It's whatever, whatever. I'm just ignoring you now. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, let's do some emails. And the first one tonight is off. Jason Golliher, of course, our yeah. resident emailer person. Resident. And he said, now, interestingly, right, and I'll not read his other one because I can't be bothered reading two out in the same week from the same person. Uh, but he said. He sent a sort of humble pie Peter Molyneux didn't realise he made all those games type of email, right? And then 
he obviously spent some time thinking about that and then went, actually, I don't care. Uh, so he sent a second email, and this is the one I'm going to read. And he says, Molyneux for president, cry freedom. Yeah, and he spelt Molyneux wrong as well, which is kind of uh, wrong as well. Oh, he's rang again already. He's already wrong. He spelt it wrong. Anyway, he says, hey, everybody. Hello. Hey. Lord, that was delayed. Anyway, I would like to publicly apologize to fans of Peter Molyneux. He is one of the most creative individuals this world has ever known and would make a great politician. The light bulb above his brain, as well as his resume, glow brighter than E.T.'s middle finger, which is not only aimed at Mr. M, but is desperately phoning home for a quick getaway after tragically witnessing Fable the journey. Now, E.T., he was one creative little dude. I mean, he's not only used a speak and spell to phone home to get away from a bad video game. On top of that, he actually starred in one of the most incredible life-changing Atari games of all time. Uh, yeah, the world still speaks of it today, which is true because it nearly, well, it nearly wrecked Atari, didn't it? Well, it did. It, it, it made of... video games go away for a couple it, of years. It did. What are you talking about? I don't know. I've never heard. You've never heard the... the well, that's E.T. A E.T. was... Uh... A game that was released along with the film. Yeah. Um, Spielberg wanted a game and he, he described it as something like Pac-Man, right? right. And E.T. came out and at this time, uh, games were pretty new and pretty much anything tied to an existing license, i.e., you know, any film yeah. that's come out would sell pretty well, right? And yeah. they thought that they could release any old shit as long as it has some kind of film attached to it that it would be fine. They put uh, E.T. on. They made... A lot of them. They made a lot of copies of E.T. It didn't sell at all because it was awful, right? And mm-hmm. the, the, the whole video game uh, market just panicked because they printed so many of these games and it was like, well, what do we do now? Look, they're not selling because it's actually bad. People care if a game's good or bad. D- check them out. All right, so they, this is real, um, dumped them in a landfill. In they the did it. Every copy of the game. Jeez, I don't know this. And this... <laughs> and this um, people thought that, like, because people didn't really know what video games were commercially. I mean, they'd been around for a bit, but commercially, still was kind of up in the air whether they'd stay around. Yeah. And this made people think that uh, video games were a fad that would go away. So oh. th- then for a couple of years, they went away. And he away. sort of did. He sort of yeah, did, They went away for a bit. Yeah. It, it still, nearly killed the video game industry, industry for a yeah, couple of years. Single-handedly. And then Nintendo game. came. Nintendo came and completely changed everything. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. So there ah, there you go. Anyway, I'm still oh. looking. I'm still looking for those damn Rhesus pieces. I'll probably be the first human to actually find them all. Collect the three parts of the communicator, and then finally phone home to ultimately discover eternal heaven above. It will be life changing, no doubt. And as for ET, well, he may well be the first to bust open the cube in curiosity. That's what Molyneux has been so cryptic about. ET two mystery solved. Uh, the world will finally be at peace. Free Reese's pieces for everyone. Uh, much respect, as deserved. Sir Peter, again, my sincere apologies for my ignorance. You have many, many, many great achievements under your belt, but referring to your colleagues as sperm isn't one of them, is it? Uh, incidentally, I was talking about curiosity to my wife at the weekend. My wife. And she reckons, she reckons that there's a trip to space in the middle of the cube. So he thinks it's one of Virgin's flights into space that's going to be the prize for the person who cracks open the final I cube. I don't think so. Do you know how much those tickets are? Yeah, but it depends how much money he makes, doesn't it? You know, he's trying to sell a freaking diamond chisel for $50,000. Yeah, 
I, I think they're all sold out anyway, those tickets. Maybe he's got a spare one. Yeah, I think, I think that's what she said. I said I don't. You know what? If someone offered me uh, a flight on the Galactic Virgin Airways, yeah. I'd be like, oh, great, brilliant. I'll, I'll, I'll go, all right? Yeah. And then they the, say so the catches, and they snatch it away from them. The catches. you got to sit next to Peter Molyneux. I'll think about it. I'll go, you know what? <laughs> Is it fucking worth it? Do you would know? You, would you, uh, that's a question. Nothing to do with games. Yeah. Would you, would you go on Virgin Galactic? If I had the money, I probably would, yeah. No, like, I like, wouldn't. Seriously. It's a, a chance to go to space. Would yeah, you do it? Definitely do it. Yeah, yeah I'd be the first one on no, there. I don't, I don't care I'll, if I die. I'd be like, fuck it. What a way to go. Let's do it. See, I'd want. I'd want to make sure it's safe first. Someone else oh, on it. Fuck that. Life's too short already, man. Just got to get on it. Oh, I still didn't play The Witcher Two. The end of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's, that's your bargaining chip. Yeah, well, when we were talking about a zombie apocalypse, you were curling up into the fetal position and killing yourself, man. Yeah, true, my team. Look, just get on the galactic flying, that's what I'll be Just hurry up and finish The Witcher 2, then you've got nothing to worry about. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, You'll be indestructible, and you'll be like, <laughs> fuck it, I've got to live for anything now. Yes, brilliant. It's so right, Junie. Thanks, Mike. It's good advice. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, I mean, yeah, I, but that's what she thinks. I think, personally, I would love, I would love there to be nothing in it. That would be my favourite outcome. Right? I, I think, look, this reminds me of, uh, there's an episode of South Park, which is very famous, about Guitar Hero. And, like, uh, the dad of the kids can play real guitar and, you know, a real DJ set. And the, the kids are like, that's so lame, you know what I mean? They're playing Guitar Hero, and that's that's really cool to them. And at the end, when they finish Guitar Hero, at the end it says, "You, congratulations, you have won, you are fags, right? And I reckon <laughs> that should be the what's in the middle. Like, you are Do you know loser. why? Because I think if that Maybe was not a fag, but a loser. Yeah. Because do you know what? If he did that, I would my respect for him would go up because I think it would be like I've had you all, all you people paying your money for your stone chisels and your iron chisels and all this, and your fifty thousand pound diamond chisel, yep. and there's nothing there. Would be brilliant, and it would it would almost be that curiosity kills the cat. Knowledge is your treasure. Yeah, and and in all honesty, right? He would be right because that would be all over the news. It would be all That'd over the news if there was hilarious. If it's that, that would be hilarious. Oh, just a just a big turd in there. <laughs> yeah, it'd be brilliant. No, I think just nothing. You, you I think if you put a big turd in there and when and there's nothing in there, but it says just game over. That would be brilliant. All right, you know what would be funny if they just went five or four. <laughs> <laughs> the best prize ever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would love that to be the case because we don't know. You know, he's he's just building hype, and in a way, I think he's conning everybody. I think he's just doing it just to see if people are gullible enough to do it. I think he's a bit of a snake oil salesman, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. It really wouldn't surprise me if there was. No- everybody's thinking. I wish I thought of that. Oh yeah, I'm sure. They <laughs> like, I wish I thought of that. Anyway, just to finish off, he said, "Did everyone see the trailer for the Man of Steel?" Uh, maybe we'll finally get a good Superman game come next year. I'm on my way to see Batman. By the way, how about that Steam and good old-fashioned PC gaming? I'm on it. Just got to figure out how to get my Xbox controller working on it. It isn't working on DRS for me. It's plugged in and turned on. So, if only 22 cans were able to help solve this mystery. Now, to be fair, DRS, you can, anyone can play that week. Yeah, I don't yeah, think it supports every game, does it? No, no, it Why? doesn't. It doesn't. I think there'll probably be um, a website somewhere that tells you where they're all supported. I think it uh, probably tells you on Steam, doesn't it? Yeah, it probably does. Um, indie game, you know what? If you've never played Graviton 360, check it out. Not Graviton, Graviton 360. It's awesome. Then go play Spelunky local co-op. 
my nephew and I were playing Halo with his girlfriend once, and he whispered to me, don't ever trust a fart. I word the other day, Good I, looked, I looked both ways before I let one go. As soon as I did, I heard a bellowing shriek. As I turned and looked, my buttocks were aimed straight at some guy's nose. Funniest thing all week. I can't stand that guy. Well, I'm off to the back cave. Is that freedom rock? Well, turn it up, man. <laughs> I, um, well, I, I as I happening. mentioned, oh. I watched Batman Begins, right? And there's a scene in Batman Begins where he's talking to Morgan Freeman. Um, and he's saying, like, yeah, I need I need a better suit for something I'm doing. And Morgan's like, really? Really? Um, and he's like, what, what are you doing now? And he's like, spelunking. And I was like, oh, look, spelunking. <laughs> Brilliant. And um, by the way, hopefully next week I'll have played Gateways because I'm going to get the uh, the access code back off. You, wanna, you, you could have said any generic name then. That means nothing to me. Yeah, you know, the game that was sent to us and I interviewed him, you know, did an interview last week. No idea. Smudge Cat Games? No. Doesn't sort of ring any bells. I did an interview with him about a week ago. It was on the website. I have no knowledge of previous episodes of this podcast. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I gave the code to Duke because at the time my PC wouldn't run anything and uh, he couldn't run it. So I'm going to get it back off him. So when he comes back and hopefully I'll play the game, I'll talk about it next week and it should be cool. Should we go? Uh, the other the other one we got um, email was off our friend who cannot be named for obvious reasons, who supplies us with release dates and such like, and he's given us updated lists from now. Never a hundred percent accurate. Never a hundred percent accurate, but you know. There's some of them are guesses, I guess. Um, but anyway, I'm not going to cover those this week because obviously we're running fast. Oh, great. I'm sure Duke's going to love but that. But Duke will love doing that next week. He loves all that kind of stuff. Yeah. He loves it. Um, so I guess he... I, 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 I think that you try and get rid of Duke. I know. And sometimes <laughs> it works. Yeah. Like to say. It does. So it's that time of the show where we need to do the shout outs and get the hell out of here. Believe it or not, two and a half hours is nearly gone. Wow. In that short... So it feels like a short space of time, to be fair, but time is subjective. Mm, mm. Uh, oh, by the way. Oh. By the way, uh, I don't know whether... I don't think I said this last week, but uh, Chini and I... Chini and I? What am I talking about? Ha! Huh, uh, <laughs> Millie and I watched... <laughs> yeah, Millie and I watched Back to the Future this weekend. Yay! First Back Yay. And she loved it. She loved it! Thank Good God. Job. It was brilliant. And also, what was the best thing for me was she, like, kept thinking about it after the film had Good. And Good. kept going. But if that happened in the past, why is that in the future? How could he be there? And, and who was the other person that he saw that looked like him then? I'm like, well, that was him. What do you mean? How could that be him and he was there at the same time? So, yeah, there was lots of questions coming. And then she learned got, about time travel. Yeah, she got up in the morning and she was still thinking about it the following morning. It was just... Wow brilliant and it was just so cool to see it and then she's like when can we watch two i want to watch two can we watch two tonight when can we watch two and i'm thinking yeah your, your noodle's gonna be well twisted when you watch two <laughs> two's even weirder yeah you might break her mind for a kid i suppose <laughs> yeah but yeah she absolutely loved it and she thought it were brilliant yeah i watched i watched the battle films you know as a young kid and i i didn't really understand what was going on completely no, 
But I still love them. I still it's, watch. But the kids these days, they're all clued up. I mean, she sat thinking about it. She'll probably be drawing diagrams and stuff. You know, kids these days, not like we were. We were all innocent. We didn't. We knew nothing at her age. Yeah, I you know, when we were ten. Total. Yeah, when we were ten, we knew nothing. Like kids these days, you know, bloody everything at ten, don't they? It's scary. They're like mini adults. Yep. already so yeah no but she loved it so uh, my education of good films is going well you know we're, we're sort of working our way through them all at the moment what's after Back to the Future then? Uh, well we've got the trilogy to go through so we've got quite a few of those to get through first well, two, um, that's a trilogy yeah 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 so we've got we've got those to get through well, the uh, word quadrility what they're using the diehard uh, trilogy and but, then I might start on some of the early Bond films I was thinking you know maybe go which to, ones though well they, Live and Let Very slow, you know. Die I thought was, would be quite a good Live and Let Die was a good one Goldfinger's a good one Goldfinger is Please good. do not show a Thunderball Jesus Christ no that was crap anyway wasn't it awful and and we you know I rewatched um, what was it what was the first Daniel Craig one uh, Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Royale. And I watched that and I thought, yeah, there's no way I could let her watch that. Where he's, for her. Yeah, where he's whacking his balls. No, but he's too graphic as well. It's what kind of... Golden Eye yeah. is a good one. Yeah, Eye be kind. Moonraker. Yeah, Moonraker with Jaws. That was yeah, really... the heat terrible. Spoiler is good. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, never Say Never Again. That's not a real Bond film. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It was Sean Connery, wasn't it? No, it was Sean Corey, but it wasn't a real Bond. It wasn't an official Bond film. Oh, was it not? No. What go. about the one where they're in um, the? Oh, what about what's the one? Oh, yeah, Lynch. the Man yeah. with a Golden Gun. Oh, no. Man yeah. with a Golden Gun. That's a manga. Yeah, Live and Let Die is the one in in the New Orleans. Ah, oh, that that terrified me as well. The voodoo. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Live and Let Die. I got my fear of um, clowns from the, that movie. Uh, not yeah. that one. Which uh, movie is it? Was it a killer clown? Sabadour. Yeah. Do you remember the clown? The yeah. snake coffin and stuff. That's how he dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's yeah, it. I got a phobia of clowns from there. And that's it. Is that the dude with a metal hand and he gets clamped on the train at the end? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. There's a there's a Bond says a racist remark in that film. Well, of course it does. It's old. It was probably filmed in the seventies when everyone was a racist. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, I've, I've got all these. <laughs> you know what I mean? Much cool. He says then. something that's racist. I'm like, whoa. That was just acceptable back then. Yeah, in the 70s, you know. It's weird, isn't it, when you see things like that nowadays? Depending on which one you watched. Uh, This is intentional, though. Um, There's a racist remark in Back to the Future 1, but they cut it out now. What did he say? Do you remember? He says, you know when he he plays, when Marty's um, locked in the boot? Oh, yes, 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 with the band. With the band. And look, the, the guy with the 3D glasses... Right, calls the band, which are all black people. He calls them. What, he calls them. What are you going to do about it, Spook? All right. Yeah. And like they cut that out now. It they, isn't. No, on the version we watched. Oh, mind you, I sort of maybe didn't. Yeah, I got. Um, I think I got an older version of it, but it was that that line was definitely in the version we watched. Yeah, they don't. They don't yeah. usually put it in anymore. They cut loads of it out. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's a uh, dodgy. But that obviously. That's probably what somebody would have said in 1955. Yeah. yeah that's pretty, probably, pretty bad. Well, the newsreader probably said that to his uh, personal take on the weather. I don't want talking about it, sorry. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, there you go. I'd probably do something. Like three, you realise that you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Fair Absolutely enough. no uh, idea. Anyway, so yeah, so it's kind of cool and... Um, yeah, so what's, going... next? yeah, what's after Back to the Future? Then? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, you see, I've thought about Mission Impossible, the you know the original you, you one. Know, my niece and nephew watched Mission Impossible recently. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I think that'll be good for. There's us. a bit of violence in it. 
Yeah, but I, I'm trying to get her into more adult theme films. You know, what about the uh, the Bourne movies? No, they're a bit too much. They're a little bit oh, much. They? My, my, bro- my brother allowed my niece and nephew to watch the start of The Dark Knight. All right. And I was like, and he says, I had to turn it off after a while because it was a bit much. I was like, are you crazy? Well, that, that film is dark. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And it, there's a bit where Joker pretends to be dead. Um, and like Madeline got really, really scared. So I was like, you, you're, you're nuts to think that they'd last that film. Madeline gets scared watching Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So. Bless her. And then I'd thought of making her watch me play Slender for a while and see how that goes. <laughs> that one. <laughs> She'll have nightmares for weeks. I'm trying to think what what could be next for Millie. She saw. And she saw. Yeah, yeah. You talked about Jaws. Yeah, we've done Jaws. We've Jurassic done... Park. No, I'd thought about that. That's another Mate, one. Definitely going to go. You've got to show a Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah, that's another one. That is brilliant. I oh. tried it. I tried it with Close Encounters of the Third Kind, but that didn't go well. She thought it was boring. It is slow, mate. Yeah, it takes a while to get going. It is a very slow film. Yeah, so I've tried it with that. That didn't go great. So, yeah. So we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. But yeah, Jurassic Park's definitely on my list Jurassic of films Park. to watch. You could miss two. Yeah, we did We did Stand By Me. That went down well. She liked that. Yeah. Oh, fantastic, yeah. yeah. She loved that. Although I didn't realise it was a 15 and there is quite a bit of swearing. language, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and inference of... That's Stephen King as well, isn't it? That's... Yeah, he wrote... Yeah. It's called The Body. Uh, it was a novella that he wrote. A little mm-hmm. short story. Uh, it's in, incidentally, it's in the same collection of stories as the Shawshank Redemption. So there you go. Mm. There you go. Uh, right, we do need to give you shout-outs and get the hell out of here. So, right. gee, you go first. Let's well, I'll do the easy one. I'll show you Gary first for coming on the show. Oh, thanks, yeah. Brian. And the, the next easy one is Duke, obviously. Uh, the reason why Duke isn't here uh, is because he's having sex with Gladys. And also, he's uh, he might be on a road trip or something. That he does. Did you remember where he said he was going? Because I have no idea. I can't remember where he, he goes. Every, every summer, because he's a teacher. Doesn't he go to Florida or somewhere? And he, his wife is also a teacher. Um, biology, I think she does. So, yeah, they, 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 they do a road trip. And I, I think they see, he goes to see his brother. And he, I think he's got a new nephew now. Uh, and then they see Diane's family. And then I think he sees his family as well. He goes, takes a round trip. Uh, to, I think he goes to Virginia and all sorts. I don't know. Um, well, I thought he was going to say vagina then. I don't know. I just heard the vert and thought, why is he going to say vagina? <laughs> That's a not rude. a place in America. <laughs> well, think. you can go to vagina, you know. We know about you doing that while your mate was in the next room. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot all about that. Shit. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Anyway, yeah, so Duke is on a road trip uh, at the moment. So that's the one. He will be back next week, I think. <laughs> as far as I know, yes. If he ever gets back from vagina, he'll be back on the show. She's lost it. Uh, that's nice you don't want to leave once you get it. <laughs> Sometimes you might not want it. <laughs> Some men don't even choose to go there. So. <laughs> Come on, let's get out of this very sick area. There's another nice place to play. Oh, good. Oh, I'll share oh. it. Um, to any female listeners, by the way. There you go. Sorry, it was. Still, hate she's no longer a listener. I know. <laughs> She'll be turning off now. Going, how rude! How dare they? No. Anyway, look. Right, women have no room to say anything. All these bloody women reading Fifty Shades of Grey. 
Oh god, my wife! My wife's obsessed with that as well as uh, oh, Jesus Christ! Christ. Everybody's about? obsessed with it. It's acceptable porn, isn't it? No, no. Basically, right. My wife. Apparently, there is there is a a, a coined term for this book, and it's called mummy porn. Apparently, I've seen mummy porn. It's nothing like that. Mummy porn. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, mummy porn. Apparently, is what this is uh, known as. Mummy porn. Gee. All right. So next time I get on a plane or a, a train, I'm gonna take a copy of Razzle with me and just start flicking through that. Will that be okay? <laughs> well, one of the girls at work... Do I still do Razzle? Did he still? Probably, do? I don't know. But one of the girls at work said, I'm reading that, but I'm going to put another cover oh, over it so people on the beach don't know I'm reading it. And I'm like, everybody's reading it. Why are you bothered? Everybody's yeah, reading it. Nice. Probably was. Yeah, I, I, I know a couple, right? Uh, they're, they're engaged. And they the girl was very offended when the boy... I'm making them saying like they're ten years old, right? Oh, I'm um, the hell are you gonna tell us? No, they're 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 how old are they? They're they're older than me. Anyway, the the couple, right. right? The 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 woman was very offended when the man admitted to watching porn, right? Yeah, yeah. which I think is very true. And she was very distraught about it. She was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. I thought I knew who he was and everything. Are, are you crazy? Like, <laughs> if you're trying to find a man that hasn't watched porn, you are yeah. limiting your market. So, right. So, so what's it like then? Yeah, very good. Um, <laughs> so, do you know? Uh, I, look, no, I've got to agree. I am, I am also offended by porn. You know, I had to stop watching after an hour once. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I and and the screen, the screen was irritating my nose. I was offended by porn because look, most of the story is just ridiculous. Anyway, um, so right, but she, so she was like really upset that you know her boyfriend watched porn. Right, and then I found out she's reading like this Fifty Shades of Grey or whatever. I was like, so just forget it, just forget it. Yeah, there seems to be a bit of standards going on, if you ask me. Yeah, thankfully, no, my doctor's surgery. Sorry, sorry. Thankfully, my 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 missus, uh, she she also shares this opinion of it's it's just poor. it's only a matter of time, man. I tell you, they all say that, and then the next thing they start reading it. My wife finished the first book in about two days, and now she's halfway through the second one. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think a lot of women start it because of curiosity, because everyone's talking about it. Um, Maybe. I don't know, but everybody's... women on... walking around with white-ons. Jesus Christ. Everybody. It's been a better time to be a bloke. Yeah. Single bloke, that is. Yeah, they're all reading it, man. They're all going, oh, he's so powerful and strong and stuff. Anyway, um... Yeah, so thank you for that, Ginny, with your easy shout-outs, and welcome to you, Gary. So who are you going to say hello? Or... Oh, I want to thank you two guys for inviting me on. I know, I just wish we could have you on more often, but we like the number three. Nah, don't worry, buddy. Mate. Three is the magic three. number, you, you, It's number cool. Four, you know me, so. I'm always there. Ready. Well, like I say, if any of us are on holiday and we need a, a replacement, you are the best person we know. Well, thank you very much. Slash only. Only person will agree to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, Same thing in this but case. It is. <laughs> and um, I just shout out to my wife, as usual, for putting up with me. I don't know how she does it, mate. Now she's got my backside and our puppy's ass, who's on par with me for stinking out the room. Honestly, she's got two blokes just fighting like Billy O. Your wife uh, must really love you. So, yeah, that's, that's what I think. She really must, mate. Oh, you're either very loaded, mate. Yeah, there's a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. Look, just been, look, right, let's get this into perspective here, right? He's not working at the moment because he's got a bad back, right? Yeah. And he's just been out and bought a top-of-the-range gaming PC. Yeah. Just he's saying. Loaded, isn't he? He's yeah, loaded, yeah, right? he does all right. He does all right like he used to. Like he used to, yeah, yeah, do all right. You do all right. Yeah. <laughs> do all right. He does all right. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he does all right. <laughs> and I'm going to give a shout out. Sure, to you Mo- can keep saying it. It's not funny anymore. I know. Sorry, but he does do all right. Yeah, he does all right. <laughs> do all right. I do all right. Carry on. And uh, to my dog, who will never hear this because he's a dog. Maybe he'll not understand. You know those really old-fashioned Walkman headphones with the orange pads on? Yeah. You could get some of those, put them on his little ears, right, and I'm play sure it. Don't understand it. <laughs> you know what I mean? He'll never hear this because he's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's just brought so much fun into my life. And... Today, he's like four months old, he jumped into a lake and chased some ducks, and it made me laugh so much that I fell over. So, yeah, bless him. Not a good thing to do when you've got a bad back, wouldn't it? Oh, no, I'm fine now, mate. No, he's not jumping in the river chasing ducks, mate. Yeah. (laughs) Tomorrow, though, I'm going to give that a go. (laughs) Okay, so that's me. Thank you, everybody, especially the dog. You know who you are. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout out you also. For, so thank you for coming on the show. It's great to have you on. I'm going to shout out Duke and his trip to Virginia. I hope he's enjoying it. You know, I hope he's enjoying that. I hope you never go to Virginia. <laughs> I know, I just laughing all the way through. <laughs> I would. I'd be going, <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> oh, God. That reminds me of a, a Rob Newman joke from years ago where, where he says, my girlfriend said to me, you're immature, period. And I went, <laughs> period. <laughs> so, so anyway. Um, Good job. Yeah, it wasn't funny, was it? No. It was funny at the time. I thought it was funny. You know, it was funny. Because it's like, anyway. Um, yeah, I'd like to shout out SLH as well, Susan. Uh, because she, she has just tweeted saying, uh, cool, I will get on it this week before I go on my holidays. Uh, meaning slender. Uh, if I die of heart failure, I will come and haunt you just so you know. <laughs> so, so yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see how she gets on with that. And it'll be interesting to hear the recording. Will they be screaming? Will they just be, you know, uh, this isn't scary? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think Chini should also play this and record himself, and then we can have a comparison. I'm uh, guessing. No. no. Yeah, go on, Chini. Just see, it may run. It may run. It doesn't need, need a no, lot. It won't. It won't. Doesn't need a lot. Um, and I'd also like to shout out everybody who follows us on the Twitter, uh, which is like Gary Lever, Bill I Am, Turtle Five Hundred Two, Gavin Gardner. I'm just reading now the ones that are coming up. Bosey, Chris Williams. Chris Williams again. Oh, Chris Williams again. Uh, Chris Williams. Again. Oh, Antonio Phillips. Uh, Dan Natman, which is hardly done. G Fox. Uh, Damien Dickerson. Andrew Gold. Void Games, which is a new one following us. Uh, Mark Wright. Nick Parkington. Paul Bates. So all of those people. So shout I'll out. You, so I'll tell you who Void Games are. Who's Void Games? So I'll tell you who Void Games are. Who's Void Games. All right. So Void Games are four guys. Yeah. That share an office with myself and Matt. Really? Yeah. All right. Um, and they're making a game. Their first game I on the see. on the iPhone. Uh, watch out for our first release later this year, apparently. They said they're going to provide us with the, a review copy. I'm going to see if we can swindle some little giveaways as well. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, because it's their first game. Yeah. I, today, actually today, I played their first beta. Really? Ooh, you're yeah. in with the in crowd here. And I know the uh, the person the person who did the art for the game, uh, Matt lived with him for a while. He's very good. Okay. Um, so they're releasing the game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask. I, I'm you know it's it's not something that you haven't seen before. It's a, it's one of those kind of like rocket 
games where like you move the iPhone, you you avoid star, or, like, avoid things and collect stars and stuff like that. So I'm going to ask people to kind of like, when it comes out, check it out for them because you know give, give them a bit of support because they 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 sit next to us and it's their first game and they they you know they need some attention uh, and they need to get out there a little bit. So I'm, I'll, when it comes, I'll let everyone know. Uh, yeah, and see if we can give away. So I think it's free anyway. But like you have to, there's some more trans- transactions in there. But I think they they'll have some codes where you can unlock some stuff for free. I'm not sure. So yeah, pay attention to them. Cool. Uh, well, I've also got a non shout out today this week. <laughs> non shout. I know. I always have non shout outs well, occasionally. Well, you are aware by by mentioning them in, in the non shout. I know. <laughs> I know. But <laughs> but it is a derogatory shout out. So no, that's keep it in your head. Just keep it in your head. No 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 no. I've got to get it off my chest. I've got to get it. Whisper it out. Yeah, shout out. I've got to get it off my chest. And that is um, Dyad Games or the guy who's made Dyad. Uh, oh, this is the one that wouldn't be very good for me, right? They definitely, you would die. You would yes, die. I, playing I, just, I, I've been told I would die. You would die. And he's even he's even put in. The, I'm following. We're following him on Twitter now, just so I can find out when it's coming out in the EU. Uh, but he said it's rated E for epilepsy. Yeah. So there you uh, go. Is that a you epileptic, Ginny? Very mild. Yeah. They, this would make it very serious. But yeah, anyway. I, I, I'm not prone to it, you know. I'm not. I'm not super sensitive. But for whatever reason, it's released in America. There's no release date for the EU yet, and he just keeps saying, "Oh, I'm just compressing it, ready for the EU certification." I'm saving it. I'm saving it. I swear. But anyway, who knows? But it's coming at some time to the EU. So it's a bit of a non shout out because I want to play this game because it looks bloody brilliant, and I can't play it because he hasn't released it yet, and no one knows when it is releasing, and it's just a bit of a mess at the moment. So get it released. What's what's the next big game coming out? Ah, well, let's talk about that next week. Okay. There you go. I think the next one for me is probably Sleeping Dogs. Ah, you see, mine's, yeah, di- I'm looking mine's Dishonored, but we'll talk a bit more next week. We'll talk a bit more. Ah, boo. Okay. Uh, and on that note, we really do need to get out of here because we're hitting the two-hour, 40-minute mark. So we've got to go. I'm not listening to this week. We've got to go. You already have listened to this one. Yeah. I know. You <laughs> I can't get away from it. You are up. Damn you. So, so thanks again for coming on, and that was great. And see you later. Goodbye. Bye 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 bye. Goodbye bye. Thank you. Goodbye bye. Good night. Is this the bit where I slur my words? I think you should. Tonight, you need water, man. Yeah, well done, man. Thanks. You, you, you got through that tonight with no slurring at all. Have you been yeah. off the beer tonight? Yeah, I've, I've also stopped taking crack. Maybe that was it. I, I did wonder whether you were on drugs or something, you know. It's the calm down, mate, isn't it? It's that what kills you. You know what? I think sometimes I look at myself and I, I don't drink. Yeah. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. Yeah. Everybody else does. I don't. I don't think everybody... You, you, that is the worst statement. I don't... <laughs> I take morphine, like, literally all the time, and I'm high most of it. Yeah, but I don't drink. No, no, you don't drink. You don't need to, do you, when you got the happy pills to be going Quite on? Quite true, absolutely. <laughs> yes, mate. I stand by. I retract that statement. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah. <laughs>
I mean, you said, that game I will play was brilliant. I tell you, I was like, and then I like came down a bit. I was like, hey, it's not that good, is it? <laughs> yeah, I played Deadly Premonition while I was fucked off my tits. It was awesome. I was hearted under the settee for three days. <laughs> the wife found me after three days. <laughs> she had to put me out with a broom. 